Oh, I didn't see you there. Hi. Oh my god. <laughs> it's me, Emily. And me, Katie. Welcome to Moaning Myrtle's Bathroom. We're a Harry Potter podcast where we moan and groan about all things Harry Potter. Things Harry Potter. We already said who we are. I got off my game because You're I tried cute. to be cute. Oh. Yeah, you know. Well, it happens. <laughs> Listen, we're still here. We're still doing it. We're not disappearing on you. Yeah. We meant it when we said that we were back. Three times in a row, you guys. Three we know we're not lying. times we're here. We're back. <laughs> With more fun stuff. More fun stuff. Katie, what are we doing today? Today, we are uh, blaming people for bad things. <laughs> <laughs> we are playing a who's to blame game. Yes. We're going to pick some tragedies. That happened gonna, in the series. We're going to find out the culprits. We're mm-hmm. going to figure out who's to blame. We're putting on our detective hats We today. sure are. We sure are. We're going to, um, we're going to figure out some unsolved mysteries. This is our audition to join the FBI. Oh my god. <laughs> we're going to be starting our, our that's own... That's something you auditioned for. Audition? <laughs> I didn't even, like... Oh no. Oh my god. Well... It's not even that late right now. No, it's really not, so this is a problem. Oh, oh my god. god. Okay, well... You guys are in for some fun conversations. Fun conversations. We're really going to get into it. Deep dive, but first... Yes. Katie. We gotta flood our toilets. Katie, can you tell me what's been flooding your toilet today? What's flooding my toilet is that there's not a lot to flood my toilet right now. <laughs> well, listen, let's just say, like, there's like there's no news about anything going on right now, so we're kind of returning to the roots yes. of toilet floods of just things that been on our mind yeah and that's fine just been on our mind and i feel like this is something that i scream about a lot especially in our book club episodes and in the movie commentaries Mm -hmm. and it's just gonna get worse from here on out yes but we were just kind of talking earlier today about how everyone hates ron and i get really (laughs) mad about it i know i'm trying to remember how it came up I think I found a BuzzFeed article while we were just, like, sitting and talking that was, like, a whole bunch of, like, fan fictions that are yeah. about, like, Harry Potter. It was one of those read. ones, it was, like, uh, 30-something fan fictions you should read before you die. Yeah, like, if you're okay. a Harry Potter fan. All right, And, geez. like, a whole bunch of them that were about, like, Draco were about him teaming, teaming up with Harry and Hermione to do things. Yep. We and were Ron sitting, was just left out. We were, we were sitting and looking at these, and then I just asked... Well, what about Ron? And yeah. you're like, what about Ron? <laughs> you're always Listen, so mad. He is the best of the three. <laughs> oh, boy. This is a big claim. Except for Harry. This is a big but, claim. But, like, uh, it's my claim, and it's the truth to my heart. And oh. I just, like, I love him so much. It's the truth and I feel to like my the heart. Only, I feel like the only reason that people hate him is because the movies butchered him so badly, and people tend to take the movies more seriously than the books sometimes. Yes. And I just... It makes my heart hurt. Yeah. That honestly is like, with the remakes, Ron's gotta be better. Ron's gotta be better. He's gotta be so much better. <laughs> and it's not Rupert's fault. It's bad no, writing. No, it's the writing. And bad directing. And bad producing. <laughs> oh boy. It's just not the actor's fault. No. But fuck, I love me some Ron. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. No, it's tough. He's he's oft forget about. I know. Forget about. Or just forgotten like, about. off. Yeah. I heard that J.K. Rowling even considered killing him off halfway through the series because she was, like, bored of him. Wow. And then she was like, no, he's got to make it Jesus further. Christ. I don't know if that's true or not, but I've heard people say that multiple times. People people just don't care for Ron. I don't know. I don't know what it I is. I don't know why. Who's to blame for this? <laughs> Who's to blame for this? 
movies. I really do. David Yates. I, t- I don't think it's all David Yates. What's the... I feel like Ron was good in the first two. Yeah. Like, he was funny, but he still, like, had good moments, too. Yes. I think the third one, maybe, is the one that started to make him only funny. I think so, too. I think, I think that that's when the eating began. Yeah. That's when the eating began. That's also when, like, I him know not that, standing up for Hermione yeah. really started. I know that in the first two, there is, like, funny eating. But I think it's, like, to show the feasts. Mm-hmm. But then the rest of the time, it's, like, for just a joke that he's always eating. Right. I think that it begins in three or four. Yeah. I feel like it's... I don't, I don't know if the eating starts in three. Does it? It might. I don't know. Three or four. I just, like, I think of the scenes where, like, he is, like, being a jerk to Hermione in that movie. Like, when Snape is, like, bullying yes. her and he's, like, oh, he's got a point, you know? Yes. And he's used for comedic relief a lot. Like, the scene with his spider nightmare and yeah. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just, mm-hmm. like, making all those wimpy faces. Like, I feel like that's... Yeah. That's part of Ron, but that's not all of Ron, you know? He is funny good times, but it's, like, not all the time. He's still a person. He's still able to be a really good friend, stand up for his friends, and is very, And like, have loyal. really good ideas, and too. And have really good fucking He's ideas. got good intuition. Yeah. So, I no, feel like J.K. Rowling you. has said that before, too. She's, like, you know, some of the things that Ron says in the books, like, seem kind of out there, but then it turns out to be right, so, like, don't underestimate him. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I know. You were really, you were really miffed about it today. Justice for Ron. (laughs) Justice for Ron. I love him. I feel like I have like justice for a lot of characters that people hate a lot. Mm -hmm. But Ron, I feel like is one that has just like come to my attention more recently, you know, because I feel like I never really realized how much people hated him. Yeah. Until recently. I know. Well, I remember when Prisoner of Azkaban came out. Um, We have to do this sometime soon of where I get my toys out and we, like, do it on Instagram or something, right? Like, we've got to make this happen. Um, But I remember when that movie came out that they made Barbies of Harry and Hermione, and I bought them, but they didn't make a Ron one. Or maybe they did, but I didn't buy it. He's one-third of the Golden Trio. I know. I know. So I just, I just had those two, and I remember me and my friend used to play Harry Potter Barbies, and we just, like, made up, like, with real Barbies who the other characters were. And I feel like even, like, since the Harry Potter movies have wrapped up, I feel like Dan and Emma are way more popular than, like, Rupert Rupert Grant, like, went into hiding, though, but he's coming back out. That's true. He's, like, acting and stuff again. I know. I guess. I just feel like even in the movies, people don't like him as much. Yeah. It's weird. Except for, like, my friend in Girl Scouts who was, like, so sexually attracted to him. Oh, my God. I was so attracted to him when Deathly Hallows came out. <laughs> he was my celebrity crush at the time. I this was, like, was when... I love Rupert Grint. This, wow. This was when, <laughs> like, I think it was Prisoner of Azkaban because I remember um, the girl talking about the lion roaring thing with the jelly beans or whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, Really was a sexual awakening for her. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. But that's the only person who I knew, and I was like, Why? <laughs> It was, like, weird. I mean, I get it. Especially <laughs> since you're, like, young enough at that yeah. age for it to be attracted to it without... Being gross. Being yeah. gross about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, now it's gross, but I still think it's cute. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway. That's, <laughs> that's what's flooding my toilet. It yeah. shows everybody hates Ron, and I don't like that. I get that. So, 
So, anyway, what's flooding your toilet this week? <laughs> what's flooding my toilet this week? And I feel like I've just been thinking about it often. And then, as you know, I was just kind of like perusing today to see if anything was in the news. Mm-hmm. There was something in the news, but it was nothing. Was just that Eddie Redmayne made a comment about how he's very excited for the film, but won't say anything. <gasps> he won't say Shock. any details. It's like, okay, well, then why bother? Yeah. But I just, I. It's like the longer it takes, the more anxious I become. Yeah. And I know that I shouldn't be because, like, I'm, I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast or not, mm-hmm. or if just, like, in real life, but, like, I'm happy a little bit. It's, like, bad and good, but I am happy that they're taking the time to, like, really think about what's going to happen in the rest of the series after yeah. crimes, like, didn't do so well, that they're, like, taking the extra time to, like, really firm up the script and, like, where the story is going to go mm-hmm. and that they're taking that time. I'm pissed because I want to see more, but also at the same time I'm like, okay, well, good. Get your shit together. Yeah. Make sure it's really tight because it's, like, a lot to write a, write a script and that write a script in a year film and edit and put out a movie in another year Mm -hmm. like that's a lot that's a lot yeah that's a lot of work it is a lot of work so I I'm glad that they're taking the time to do it but the more the more that I sit and know nothing because Mm -hmm. they're not even going to be filming until 2020 so it's like the more that I sit and know nothing the more anxious I become Mm -hmm. and it's just it's like really been on my mind yeah ever since we um went and like kind of watched through some like best of clips from some of the movies and we did it for both of the Fantastic Beast movies and I was just like I'm really excited but also really nervous. Yeah. Also really nervous. I'm just really nervous about why they're going to Rio. I feel like that's my biggest. I think that that's just the plan is to like explore the Wizarding World. I think that that's like the point. They're going to kind of keep going places. Yeah, I guess. Which I don't care for. I really don't care for because I thought the point was that it was like a um it was like a European thing. Yeah. For Grindelwald, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm not gonna work myself up into a, a tizzy. Yeah, that's for later. But I just—it's really been on my mind that I'm just like I have anxiety about it. Right. Even though I know in my heart that it's a good thing that they're taking the time. You're right, though. It has been almost a year without us hearing like any info about this movie, except that it's being postponed, basically, yep. and that everyone's really excited for it. <laughs> Like, we've heard a lot of people say it's going to be really big. Yeah, all the actors have, like, come out and just been like, I'm pumped, it's going to be fun. And we got the one tidbit of going to Brazil. Yes. But that was it. And didn't she say she had to, like, rework a bunch of stuff? I don't think so. Oh. No, she's not said a word about anything. Maybe I imagined that. You did. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's, I'm sure that's what she's doing. Oh, gosh. But it was just, it was just put out there that, like, when they said it was going to be postponed, they're like, we're just making sure everything's, like, the best it can be. Yeah. We're taking the time that we need for it to be the best it can be, which obviously means we're reworking some stuff. Yeah. Greedence. Well, Greedence. <sighs> she wants to make sure he has a good death scene. He's... Do you think it's going to be the next movie? I don't know. I think it'll be before the last one. For sure. I don't know. Oh. I think that it might be. I think that it might be because we're going to see like big bad evil boy. Yeah. Yeah. He just got a wand at the end of the last one. So he's going to be dangerous. I yeah. Think, he just like caused forward. an avalanche and killed millions of people. Yeah. <laughs> In Austria. Oh my God. So I don't know. 
I think the next movie is going to be very focused on Credence, for sure. I think so, and that's why I think he's going to die. Yeah. Well, you know what? They better, because it's like, we'll talk about it, I guess, whenever we do do the commentary, but it's, honestly, the more I watch that movie, the more bored I am of his storyline. Yeah. I thought that they did him real dirty. I agree. He was really fun in the first movie. Yeah, he was, was such an intriguing character, and yes. I was so excited to see what happened with his story, and then I feel like his story in the second was movie really just, like, boring. didn't really, like, connect to his story in the first one at all. No, it didn't. It really didn't. That was some weak shit, and it's like, I give them some, I don't know, some allowance just because, like, seeing that scene, the deleted mm-hmm. opening scene... Where he like wisps back in like immediately and finds following. his like adoption papers. Yes, yeah, that, that's really cool. That I wish absolutely. I wish that that was how the movie opened, honestly, because I feel like that one scene adds like so much to his story in that movie. And I, as much as I love the opening chase scene, like I think it's fun, and I remember like watching that scene in theaters I lost and being it. like, "Oh my god, I'm so excited for what's gonna come next." But I know. like. That scene would have added so much more context than just like, oh, fun Grindelwald escaping thing. Yeah, I think it's just like, it felt kind of out of place, like his whole, like, I want to find out who I am and where I come from. I'm like, why? Just so you can further whatever, like, Dumbledore family plot line you want to do. Like, I just, yeah, I don't know. That was, I don't, I just, I'm, I've got, I got, I get bored. I get bored, I get bored, I get bored. Mm -hmm. The only time that I really enjoy... His scenes is when Grindelwald is around. I like the, I like the part when he's sitting on the roof. I know. <laughs> and then of course I love the how dare you stand where he stood hug at yes. the very end. I do love that very much. But it's like he his whole thing is boring. And then I think Nagini also suffered because of that. So I'm I just excited like, to see where she goes, but also very. Nervous. I'm curious, like what what his role is going to be in the overall story. You I know. know. Like, I think it's got to have something to do with, like, the Obscurial. Yes. I feel like he's going to have some kind of connection with I, Ariana in some way. I'm really hoping, here's, I just, it's, like, with the setting, it's, like, so what are they planning on doing? How right. are they going to, like, really spend time, like, digging deep into the past? Because I just feel like if there's a movie that's going to be focusing on Credence, it's probably going to be movie three. Mm-hmm. And if if there's a movie focusing on him and his powers and everything, they have to be diving in on the Ariana stuff. Yes. They have to. So then it's like, that's also the flashback movie, maybe? Yeah, that's true. So then it's like, but then what's happening? But then all of a sudden, just like Newt and the gang are like, Rio! Like, what is yeah, that? I don't, know. I don't know if they're, like, going there to, like, do more research about Obscurials in general, you know? Like, because yeah, it seems know. like, I don't know. I'm guessing it's probably, like, Dumbledore and the gang are going to be trying to figure out how to, like, weaken Grindelwald, maybe. And they're going to be, like, Credence is the, the answer. And this so they're the going to be thing. looking into Obscurials, and then maybe that'll trigger flashbacks in Dumbledore of, like, his sister. And the other thing, the other thing, too, is that I think that there there does have to be backstory because they ended it. With Dumbledore, like, being like, um, maybe I can destroy my marriage locket. Maybe. I don't, mm, I don't know. (laughs) Like, I think that that is probably going to be a big thing. So, like, maybe, I think that's going to be part of it. And that's going to lend to the flashback stuff, too. So, I'm really hoping we get a bunch of flashback stuff in the next movie. That's what I really want. I don't want to wait for it. Like, I want to see penetration. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I listened to one of the old episodes where, like, I really, really dug in. And this is funny because I listened to it, and it was, like, right after we had just talked about how disappointed 
we were with um, Joanne. And then I listened to one back where I was like, this time it wasn't her fault. Like, <laughs> because I went in really hard about people for like no reason getting upset about her quote about them having like a romantic love and that oh, she's not, right. she's not interest She's not as interested in like their sexual relationship as she is in their like mm. emotional one. So I just like, I don't know, but I was like really <laughs> defending that. I'm like, it's a kid's movie. We don't need to see it. But I'm like, but, mm. but we did see that ass up on that desk and I feel like I want to see it get wrecked. <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> So, 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 oh so sorry. Well, she did say we're going to get more backstory. Yes. I feel like it's got to be in this movie. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like 4 is going to be a really big build-up one. I feel like 4 might suffer the same as 2. Yeah, I know. I, I, I kind of feel that way, too. I feel like 1, 3, and 5 are going to be the big ones, and yes. 2 and 4 are going to be, like, the the not-so-great ones. But I'm sure that I'm going to really like 4. Because yeah. I like Half-Blood Prince. Yeah, it's going to be the Half-Blood Prince with Fantastic Beasts. <laughs> yes. Ugh. And there Why was a lot of, like... two more fucking I, years I know, I know, I know, I know. That's three years! I know. I hate it. It makes me anxious. Ugh. <laughs> anyway. I can't talk about it anymore. Let's, let's, let's get into it. Okay. I'm excited to debate these things yes. or like dig deep into them because I feel like when we were naming them, I was like, oh, so many ideas are coming to my head and I need to shut them down. I know. I know. Who do we want to start with? Um, let's see. I think let's just go in nasty. Let's find out who's to blame for the death of the Potters. Okay. And I'm going to be for taking notes. We're just going to be throwing out ideas. This is how this is going to work. We're going to be throwing out ideas on who or what, it doesn't always have to be a person, mm -hmm. who or what is to blame. I feel like we're going to be, deaths. you know, that like uh, meme from like it's always sunny with yes. the guy. This is That's what I, I feel, feel like we're doing. <laughs> That's how I feel. That's how I feel. So we are going to be just throwing it out there, probably discussing as we go, but then of course we're just going to have a big list at the end. We'll just cross off till we. Feel okay. confident about our answer. Yes. So. So. I feel like obvious first answer is Voldemort. Oh. oh. <laughs> because okay, he killed Voldemort, them. yes. Because he's he the one them. who killed them. And then, of course, yes, also Peter. Okay. So we. I guess we got to work our way down. So Voldemort is the murderer. Voldemort, yes. <laughs> but Wormtail is the he one them. who gave him the information that he needed to find them. Yes. Um... Snape, because he's the one who told Voldemort about the prophecy. Yes. This is, I'm feeling very good about this list so far. Uh, Trelawney, because she made the prophecy. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> um, Trelawney's parents, because they gave birth to her. No, okay, all right, all okay. right, all right, all right. No, okay, so after Snape, um, uh, could we, I don't want to blame Trelawney, it's not her fault. Yes. Um, Dumbledore for not conducting an interview in a private setting. Yes, that's a good one. <laughs> I just want to blame Dumbledore for all of these. <laughs> Even for his own death. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Dumbledore um, for let's see. not just inviting her to his office. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. why would he do it at a fucking inn? <laughs> like, what the shit? <laughs> I know. Should we... 
Should we just start talking about these four options so far and see yeah. if anything comes up? Let's talk about Voldemort, top of the food chain. Okay. He murdered them. He's also the one who took the prophecy seriously. Yes, because of his own weird insecurities. Yes. <laughs> so. His own fears. Voldemort and his vulnerabilities. Yes. <laughs> his little bitch attitude. Oh, Daisy hears dogs barking outside. <laughs> his little bitch attitude. His little bitch attitude. His, I'm not going to die. <laughs> so I'm going to kill this fucking baby. Yeah, it's his, like, you can say everybody, like, influenced him, but in the end, it's his own damn choice to go murder yeah. an entire family. Right. I don't think Voldemort is the kind of person who can be peer pressured into murder. I think he's just, he just ready to do, to do it. it. He's ready to do At it. At this and it's point, it's choice. like a hobby of his. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing it willy-nilly. Yeah. He doesn't have a problem. He's like, oh, if all I gotta do is kill a baby to keep this from happening, then I'm game. Yep. Like, he doesn't think twice about <laughs> he it. He doesn't think twice about it. It's his GD choice Yeah. to go do it. Can you put the blame on other people? Well, let's see. Well, I feel like you can kind of actually put the blame on Wormtail because, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think Voldemort would have literally been able to kill the Potters if Wormtail had not told them. That's very where true. They were. Because he's the secret because keeper. Because he's the secret keeper. Like, they could have stayed hidden in Godric they Hollow forever. Can I, can I put shot. this crazy detail out there? Yeah. Is it um, Sirius or Remus's fault? That is... Is an or interesting, not taking I feel up like it the task. Be, I, I think it could be more serious is because he was the one who insisted that they make Wormtail the That's secret That's very, keeper. very true. Very, very true. Ooh, this is getting juicy. Doesn't Sirius literally say that it's his fault that they died in the first place so in Prisoner of Azkaban? So he's admitted he guilt. He owns up to it. He's, <laughs> he's like, I feel like guilt. it's on me. Oh my god. Well, wow, that came out of, ooh. That's a compelling Ooh, one. Ooh, that is a really compelling one. That's a compelling one. So we've got Voldemort and his fear and insecurity and love of murder. <laughs> Wormtail, Wormtail, because he's a coward and a bitch. <laughs> and he was secret keeper, and if he hadn't told, they wouldn't have died. Then side off to that, now Sirius, Sirius. is on the board, because he refused... And said to make it Peter. He thought he was making a smart move. He was like, no one's going to suspect Peter, so you should make it him. So Sirius and his dumbassery yeah. are Sirius also up there. Sirius wanted to be a hero. It backfired on him wow. a little bit. Wow, 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 wow. Oh. But, okay, this could also be maybe blaming Dumbledore because he was the one who suggested the protection of a secret keeper, right? He did. And he had the invisibility cloak at the time, so he made it harder for him to hide. <gasps> he did have it. And you know what? Why didn't he just be Secret Keeper? Yeah. Voldemort wouldn't have killed, or he would have tried, but he wouldn't have He succeeded. could not have gotten a Dumbledore. Not at that point. Because Dumbledore would have had to know the whole time. <laughs> Listen, we, we're going to come <laughs> back to him because I... I feel that it's going to get deep and dark really fast. Let's yeah. just talk about Snape for a second. Okay. Snape overheard he was doing sneaking. He was doing sneaking. On behalf? Um, was he doing... Oh, this is where it gets muddy because it's been so long since I've read these last three books that I, I don't know. remember the details. But we know he heard it. He was sneaking around. 
I do know that. Was that he, he was... speaking on behalf of Voldemort? I don't I... know. But here's what we do know is that he was a Death Eater early on. It wasn't like he came to him with this information and became a Death Eater. Well, yeah, and I feel like, okay. I feel like, yeah, he must have had to have been... Oh, I don't know. That's where it gets hard. Because I was going to say, like, I feel like he had to have been doing this on behalf of Voldemort. Because, like, I don't think he knew that the prophecy was about Lily, right? He just knew that it was a prophecy saying that someone was going to be born who yes. would beat Voldemort. Because if it, he knew it was Lily, then he wouldn't have said anything. Yes. So I feel like why else would he have been there unless he was just trying to spy on Dumbledore for him, you know? I am assuming he's spying on Dumbledore. Oh, man. Because Trelawney says that he was listening at the door. Okay, and but then she that puts... said, And she said because he was, like, hoping to, like, get a job or something. Okay, but wouldn't that put the blame back on Voldemort then for him being the one who sent Snape there in the first place? I guess so, if he did. Which I would assume that he did. Because why would he be there? Yeah. Or if he was just like there and saw Dumbledore there, it's like he's going to go listen and spy on behalf of him anyway. Yeah, it's hard to remember what his relationship with Voldemort was like at the time. I know. That this happened. Well, this Do you even remember which book this is mentioned in? Half-Blood Prince. Half-Blood. Because that's when Harry... Um, runs into a drunken Trelawney and then oh, runs right. up when they're supposed to go look at Tim memories. He's like, Snape! And yeah, Dumbledore's oh, like, right, cool right. your ass down. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Okay. Um, ooh, that makes it hard. I don't know if you can blame Snape for this. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about Dumbledore then. Why, let's, okay, let's really dive back into this. Why Dumbledore like... is not the secret keeper? Why would he not offer himself up? Is it because he wanted this to happen? Because he knows that Harry will have to do it to get yeah, rid of Voldemort. he would have heard the prophecy too. So he heard it and then knows, like, I have to create a champion. Yeah. I have to create a hero. Oh, shit. So does he want, has wait, wait, he designed wait. it for them to die? Did he know that Neville was a thing? Had Frank and Alice already been tortured at this point? No, that's after. It happens after because they're being tortured by Bellatrix and the gang to see if they have information about Voldemort after he's already disappeared and died. Oh, really? That's what it is. I thought they tortured them to get info about James and Lily. No, they tortured them to get information because they were both Aurors, and the Ministry had not stopped looking for Voldemort oh, after he disappeared. Okay. So they were torturing them to get to try and get information about Voldemort's okay. whereabouts. Okay, so my point was just that like there wasn't any way that Dumbledore could have like known that there could be another possible chosen one besides he did Harry know. at this point. No, he did. He did. He did know because... Neville also fit, but he said that he guessed that it would be Harry because Voldemort would go for the one that he saw most as his equal, which is the Half-Blood. Oh, that's true. That's true. Because he knows Ooh, Tim. Yikes. That is... <sighs> See, I was just thinking that, like, oh, it's Dumbledore's fault because the protection he suggested didn't work. But shit, did he plan this whole thing? I mean, it's not like he, like, planned it, planned it, but it's like he knows that Voldemort's not just going to sit and do nothing. Yeah. So he's like, well, then, 
this is what I have to plan for. And then calculates. <laughs> oh. Wow. I feel like I'm torn between putting the blame on Dumbledore or on Sirius. Me too. Okay, let's cross out the others. We're between Sirius and Dumbledore. Wow. What is, what are you leaning toward? I'm leaning toward Dumbledore. I am too. I am too. But is that just our personal bias? We have to be fair. I honestly, though, I, like, like weird scheming aside that we're just like kind of making up on the spot here. Yeah. Um, the fact that he didn't offer himself up as seeker keeper. seeker keeper, I think, is damning. Because he yeah. knows he knows that Voldemort can't get to him. Right. Yeah, if he was the one who suggested it in the first place. Right? He was the one who suggested it. I believe he was. Or at the very least, he could have told him that making Peter the Seeker Keeper was a bad idea. Mm-hmm. At the very least. Because he would have known. He knew that kid. This is where I feel like um, people who are listening, who are more, like, fresh on the details of all this, are, like, screaming at us. I know. They're, they're like, like you have something wrong. <laughs> we're sorry. We're sorry. We haven't read the last three books in a while. Oh. I hope we're not missing any details that are, like, important to know. Is there anyone else we could blame for this? I don't don't know. I really don't think so. Nothing, like, real, you know? Nothing that can, like, stand up to Dumbledore or Sirius. Like, nothing that high. Right. It's like you can... You could blame, You can blame James for not turning into a deer and stabbing Voldemort. Yeah! Like, you can, you can blame him like Voldemort does for not having his wand on him. Right. But, like, that's stupid. What are you going to do? Because Voldemort showed up anyway. He would have died do? even if he had you his can, wand. You can blame James and Lily for, like, having a kid in wartime. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, it's, like, nothing that's, like, as concrete as, like, okay, well, But, like, we if this, this is the circumstance. I think I want to <sighs> say Dumbledore. I feel like I do, too. For several reasons. A, for having the interview where he did... For B, suggesting a faulty plan. Yes. And for C, taking one of their, like, best sources of protection once Voldemort got inside their house, a.k.a. the invisibility cloak. Yes. Because death can't find them if they wear it. Yeah. They would have been fine. It's Mm. the cloak. Right. Fuck. Spells can't penetrate that thing. It's Dumbledore. He had it. Because, like, even if Sirius... Even if Wormtail, like... No. What am I saying? (laughs) (laughs) Collect yourself. It's okay. Yeah, because, like, if they had the cloak... Voldemort wouldn't have been able to kill them. Yeah. Right? I I don't think so. Like, despite Sirius's fault, despite Wormtail's fault, despite everyone else's fault, if they had the cloak... Yeah. They could have protected themselves, even with him in their house. Yep. And Dumbledore knew what it was. That's why he took it. 
Because he can't help himself. And he took it in a time when, like, they were in danger. Yes. He could have waited until the danger had passed. Yes. Or come over to examine it instead of taking it away from them. Yes. I think it's Dumbledore's fault, ultimately. I think a lot of people had a hand in it, but I think it yes. comes down to him. It boils down to him in the end. Well, that's it. Bam, Dumbledore, you are sentenced to ask to Azkaban. Dun dun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wow. This oh, is fun. Man. Okay, what do we want to do next? Do we want to do another death or something else? I'm sorry, do we have three deaths and two something else's? Three deaths, two something else's. Let's do one of the something else's then. Let's like off let's alternate them. Okay. Let's do who's to blame for the reaction of the ministry post Voldemort's return. Okay. In Order of the Phoenix specifically. Okay. The way that they react, the way that they act. Okay. My first thought that comes to mind yes. is Dumbledore and the way that he talked to Fudge at the end of Goblet of Fire. Wow. Okay. Yep. Dumbledore emasculating Fudge. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. I'm writing that whole thing down. <laughs> um, I think... I feel like it could also be put on fudge. I be, I Yes, I was going to say fudge. That was going to be my first. Uh, fudge and his inability to accept what's happening. Fudge and his, like, um, power hunger. Yes. And yep. wanting to remain like the... Yes, maintain status quo and not show himself to be not a fit leader in trying times. Yes. Because we've talked about this before, how he is like... He is thought of as a good leader because he came in... At the end of the first war. Yes, and like when things were rebuilding, so he's just generally thought of as good. He's yeah. never had to be like in a situation where... Things were tough. Yes. Like in a war situation. And he does not want to be put in that situation yeah. again. Ever. He doesn't want to be in that situation for the mm -hmm. first time here and now. Okay. Could we put the blame on Voldemort for just coming back in such a secretive way and planning it so that nobody would know mm. what happened? Mm -hmm. Yes, for being smart. Yes. <laughs> Voldemort for being a crafty piece of shit. Absolutely. We could also blame... Well, this isn't really a person. I was going to say That's we okay, could blame the Dementor that uh, kills Barty Crouch Jr. So that But Fudge is... did that. That's true. So that's another on Fudge. That's another on Fudge. Can I posit this? Yes. Can we put the blame on Rita for spending a year discrediting and making Harry seem crazy? Yes. To not be believed in this very serious time of saying mm -hmm, that Voldemort's mm -hmm, back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Your eyes yeah, are we can. wide. Yes. Wow. This is, this is good. This is good stuff. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> this is, this is hard. I don't know if there's anybody else. Who was supposed to keep watch over Barty Crouch Jr.? McGonagall. So could we blame her for letting the Dementor get to him? Possibly. I'll put her down. 
I do think that more rests on Fudge. Fudge. I mean, he's the minister of magic. Yeah. But I'll put her there. She was supposed to guard him. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, we could also put the blame on Dumbledore for insisting that he should be the one to escort Harry to the hospital wing instead of having, like, McGonagall or Snape escort him and he stays with Barty Croft until Fudge got there. Dumbledore didn't even do that. He went right up to his office to talk to Harry and get the full story from oh, really? his side. Yeah, and that's oh, when that's it happened. Oh, that's right, that's right. Okay, well then I guess it was important for Dumbledore to do that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> do we want to put um, any of the blame on Umbridge slash other yes-men to fudge? See, I kind of thought about that because I know that she's been involved in some way, but I don't know if she is what caused this. I think she yeah. just supported okay. it once it started. Okay. All right. I think she maybe, if anything, caused like the escalation of it, yeah. especially within Hogwarts, but yes. I don't think. No, but we want to we wanna get to the root of it. Yeah. She comes after. Okay. All right. I feel good about this list. Should we dive in? Yes. So, should we, who should we start with? Dumbledore at the top? I think we should start from the bottom. So, McGonagall? Yes. Okay. I guess she can be taken off pretty quickly. Her only thing is that she didn't block Fudge from yeah. using the Dementor. But, I mean, how much could she have done, I guess? Yeah, I don't think that she is, like, the full reason of, mm -hmm. of why it happened. Okay, Rita Skeeter. Okay, so Rita, yes. I, do you think that is she, that that was enough? That her spending a year making Harry out to be crazy had, like, a real lasting thing? Because I think that this, I think that she honestly was, like, the first offender. Yeah. I don't know if she's the worst, but I think she is the first. I think she definitely added to it, and I think that coming off of what happened at the end of Prisoner of Azkaban, when Fudge thought Harry was being crazy for shouting stuff about Sirius, yes, it could have, like, added true. to that. Okay. Um, yeah, she definitely discredits him a lot in the eyes of the Ministry over the course of that book, with and then fainting yeah. a lot, and being like a young champion yes and i think also continues to set up like a precedent for what the daily prophet as a whole does not her because mm -hmm. she's not a part of it anymore right um does in order of the phoenix yeah hmm. mm -hmm. but is she the one i don't know let's leave her be for now okay let's talk about Voldemort. he was sneaky he had a good plan for this. Like, he wanted to come back and have it be a secret. Yes. Because he wanted Harry to die and have nobody be able to tell anybody that he was back. That was his yes. plan. So even though his plan didn't go very well, I think Harry being the only one who knew the truth gave Voldemort a lot of time to really plan before mm -hmm. he did get outed. Do you think... What do you think would have happened if he did kill Harry? Would he just slap his body on top of the cup and have it sent back look like an accident? Maybe. Because how would people not know? Well, he did get... Well, they would think He that. did get a, a horrible spider bite. 
he, he died in the maze. Yeah, they would probably think that he died in the maze. Yeah. Smart man. It, it was like the perfect alibi for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what is like, he to blame? I feel like I don't know if this is on him. Yeah. I feel like... I feel like it just worked out really well for It him. is the ministry being scared of him. Yes. That caused this whole thing. So it's it's him being the serial killer that everyone's scared of that caused all of this. <laughs> okay, let's go to Fudge. Okay, I yeah. say let's not take Voldemort off the table yet. Okay. But um, I think it's probably more him than Rita, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. We can keep her on the okay. table. Okay. Fudge. He's a bitch. Honestly, I just want to, like... My heart says it's him. I know. But I don't want to be too obvious about it. I really want to think about it. I think he is a really good contender. Because A, the Dementor thing. Yes. Wiping away, like, the only evidence. Because he's scared. Yes. His fear and his insecurities about being minister. Yes. And him wanting to continue living in a time of peace. Yes. That he's so willing to turn a blind eye to all the obvious. Yes. I mean, that's really damning. Mm Mm-hmm. It's on him. And he loses his job for it. It's just like everything is falling on deaf ears when it comes to him. Yes. And he is he is truly in the books blamed for it. Yes. So that's like that's pretty convincing to me. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Dumbledore. Okay. Who knows the way that fudge is? Dumbledore. Yes. He knows the way that Fudge is, and yet in this very serious time doesn't tiptoe and, like, yeah. ingratiate himself. I think himself. what we have to think about is, like, would Fudge's view have changed if Dumbledore had approached him differently at the end of Goblet of Fire? Okay, yes. I don't know. How could Dumbledore have handled that differently? He could have been not so in your face about it. I, I guess. think he could have done it privately. Yes. Because I think the problem is is that he is like in not like intimidating. And I, I don't know, maybe emasculating like isn't the right word, but like he's doing it in front of everybody and everybody's calling Fudge an idiot. Yeah. So he's yeah, like he he's like ganged up on. Yeah. He could have done it privately. That's true. Said taken time to actually explain things. Come come to my office. Let's ch- let's chat. Because he took Dumbledore as, like, an advisor for a long time, and this was a, a parting of the ways. Yeah. <laughs> he also had the pensive. He could have made Harry give them his memories and then shown Fudge his memories, and boom, there you go. Yeah. But memories can be messed with, as we know, in Half-Blood Prince. Whoop! Oh, man. That's the thing about, like, Veritaserum mm-hmm. and the pensive and stuff like that. Like, all of those things People can, can be really tricked. strongly believed. People can really strongly believe things that aren't true, and that yeah. can become a truth to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's tough. Ugh. I don't know. I think that, like, I think that Dumbledore, like, put Fudge into, like, a real frazzled state. So, in like, way would he have been as, like, hateful about it if Dumbledore hadn't, like, attacked him, you know? I don't know that even if he... I don't know. I think Dumbledore brought the, like, ministry time trying to, like, make him seem crazy on himself a little bit. Yes. 
I don't know if they would have, they probably still want to believe that Voldemort was back. You know, I just, I think that, like, Fudge, I don't know, you see him in, in like, one moment in that scene in the hospital wing, mm-hmm. saying that, like, you know, where he's, like, maybe listening for a second, and he honestly is just like, he can't be back. He just can't be. Right. And Dumbledore's like, well, he is. So right. what are you going to do about it? So he wants so strongly I think to believe that. that I think not. that kind of no matter what, like if he had calmed down, if it had been in a calm way, I still think he, he probably... He would have just been desperate enough to be like, He would have no. been so desperate to, to not believe it still. Yeah. He needed concrete proof. Like he needed to see him. I, I think, think even if he even if he did, I mean, like he saw Snape's mark. Yeah. He didn't believe that if he would have seen a memory or had Harry take like Veritaserum or something. Mm-hmm. He would have found a way to. He would have found a, yeah. He would have found a way to discredit it. I think no matter what, I think he is so deeply set in his like fear mm-hmm. and passiveness that he just won't yeah. do anything. So I don't. I don't think we can blame Dumbledore. I think he escalated things. I yes. think he made it worse than it could have been. Yeah, I think, I think he things made could it... have quietly been just like we're not talking about it instead of so deeply being like this actual child is severely mentally ill. Right. <laughs> and Dumbledore and so is his mentor. And so is Dumbledore. Like I think that it could have I think that it would have been like less severe. Yeah. But I think Agreed. it would have still happened. So I don't think we can blame Dumbledore. I'm going to cross him off. Okay. Well, he's getting away. So far, just one count. <laughs> he's still killing fathers. <laughs> he, might, he might still be at fault for some others. So <laughs> we'll see. This might just be a big Dumbledore bashing episode. <laughs> okay. I don't think we can blame him. I think Fudge is like the number one contender for me right now. I agree. I really don't think we can... I don't think we can truly blame Rita. I think that she yeah. also, like Dumbledore, really escalated things and like set the stage for things to be the way that they are in order but to be. But she Phoenix. didn't cause. But the I don't think that she like caused it. Rejection. No. no. Objection, not rejection. No. <laughs> okay. I guess in that vein, I don't think we can blame Voldemort for it either. <laughs> like, he's gotten away with it twice. Yeah. Two for two, he's free. <laughs> For a murder he committed. Right. And he's not being blamed. Love it. All right. No, yeah, I agree. I think it's fudge. Yeah, I think it's fudge. I think it's absolutely fudge. All right, mm-hmm. well. Dun, dun. Fudge, <laughs> you're going to Azkaban. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I feel like this is the episode where I should start putting in sound effects. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can we get it take it down if I put the Law & Order SVU? Yes, we'll get singing. <laughs> okay, all right, great. Well, then I won't. It'll just me being gong gong. Okay, should we move on to another death? Yes. I think we should talk about Sirius's death. Ooh, this is a tricky one. <laughs> okay. okay, let's talk. So, obviously Bellatrix. <laughs> yes, for <laughs> stunning him. Yes. Um. Okay, Voldemort. For sending all the Death Eaters there. And And for tricking Harry into going. On that vein, is it then Snape's fault because he wouldn't properly teach Harry Occlumency? Yes. Ooh. Well, and 
Snape's fault also because he was the one who made Sirius want to go in the first place. <gasps> That's right. He was the one who was constantly taunting him about having to stay locked up in the house and not being able to go out and do order stuff. Can we also put Creature down? Did yes. he not have a hand in this? We could absolutely. What did he do? I can't remember. Down. He lied to Harry when he checked in to see if Sirius was at home. He told him he wasn't. He injured Buckbeak so that Sirius was upstairs. Yes. Holy when shit. When Harry checked in. Could we also put the blame on Dumbledore for locking Sirius up in the first place? And for not telling Snape that he did have to continue with Occlumency, no mm -hmm. matter how butthurt he was. Right. Three for three. <laughs> Dumbledore's always got a hand in everything. <laughs> he sure does. <laughs> He sure does. Could we blame Harry for not practicing his Yes, occlumency? yes, yes. This is what I was like, whoa, Harry Potter is going to be put on the blame board for Sirius's death. Wow. What about Sirius himself? Yeah. I think we could for wanting to be the hero. Mm-hmm. Um, can we blame the Ministry for building... Um, their whole secret government building around this death veil. No. <laughs> no. I cannot. Hmm. <laughs> Could we blame the prophecy for give, making the reason why everyone went to the department in the first place? I think that falls on Voldemort. Okay. I think that falls on Voldemort because he wants it. Yeah. He needs it. And Harry, kind of, because he went there. Well, no, because he went there because Voldemort lured him there. Yeah. This is a big list. This is a big list. I feel good about this list. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. Is there anyone else we could blame? Fudge again? Fudge. For not taking it seriously, for allowing people to get in? Yeah. The baby-headed man? And for not believing that... <laughs> I can't get over that guy. For not believing that Sirius was innocent when everyone was telling him. Yes. So that he had to stay locked up yes. in the first place. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Could we blame Wormtail <laughs> for um, running away and not letting Sirius be innocent? <laughs> <laughs> I'll put him down. I don't agree with it, but I'll put him down. <laughs> I think that's digging a little too deep. <laughs> It's like we could go all the way back again and it would be on Dumbledore for letting the Potters die. Yes! Like, <laughs> we gotta stay focused a little. Okay. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay. Should we just go straight down? Sure. I mean, there's so many. It's not like there's a really great place to start. Yeah. Let's talk about Bellatrix. Okay. I mean, she's the one who ultimately casts the spell that makes him fall. Yes. She sure does. That's about all I can say about her, though. Yeah. I mean, she did the thing. She did the thing. Okay, so she's, yeah, she's up there. Like, she's technically his murderer. Yeah. Technically. Yeah. Voldemort. Voldemort. Okay, he might, he might, he might get it for this one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Why Voldemort? Because, well, this. because he lured Harry there, which, which then brought Sirius, Sirius there. there. Yes. Yeah. If Harry hadn't gone, Sirius wouldn't have gone. Yeah. You know what? I might put a little more blame on Wormtail for you. Because why does he know 
that Sirius is so important to Harry. Because more killed him. Yeah. And I mean, also, he was in his head. Mm-hmm. But also, I'm willing to blame Wormtail for that, too. Yeah. Okay, so, Voldemort, I think it's really big. He's but the reason that they're there in the first place. Skipping down to Harry, though. Harry could have blocked that out if he'd been practicing. Yeah. Or, putting it on Snape, Snape could have done a better job of teaching him how to block that out. Yes. So that Voldemort wouldn't have been able to get in Harry's head in the first place. But here's the other thing. I'm even willing to put more blame on Harry because Harry is so dependent on being able to get into Voldemort's head. That yeah. it has been true before. If he right. had blocked it out, Arthur Weasley would have been dead. Yeah. Wait, but he didn't start taking those lessons until after Arthur had been attacked. That's true. But I'm saying, like, I think he kind of doesn't want to. Yeah. At that point, he doesn't because, want to. I because think it's this happening that makes him be like, yeah, I need to stop letting this happen. Yes. But before, I don't think he's serious about Occlumency. Mm-hmm. Even if Snape had told him to do it, I don't know if he I don't know if he would have been practicing it anyway. Even if he would have gotten really good at it. I don't know if he okay, would have been doing it. Could we place the blame on Dumbledore for not talking to Harry during that entire book and therefore not oh. explaining to him why Occlumency is so important for him to learn in the first place? Yes. Harry would have trusted Dumbledore if he had told yes. him that he needed to learn it. Yes. Okay. I'm willing to cross out Snape at this point. Yeah. Snape didn't do it this time this time <laughs> i know i know but dumbledore's still in the room. <laughs> let's talk right. about creature a little bit okay because okay. it's also partly creature's fault that harry went there too yes because harry checked in because hermione was like he could be fooling you and harry was like okay let's check and creature lied to him when he he did thought for a second that it could be fake yes yep at a critical moment yeah Mm. Mm. Who told Creature to do that? Bellatrix. So that adds more blame to her. Oh, I forgot. How? Because when Sirius yells at him to get out, meaning get out of the room, he goes out of the house, goes to the other Malfoy house where Bellatrix is staying, and he starts answering to Narcissa and Bellatrix. My God, I forgot. That adds more blame on her. Sirius too, though. And for being so awful to Creature. Yeah. I think I want to take Creature off because Mm -hmm. I I think he's a, he was told. Right. He does what he's told. Yeah. Because I was going to say for a second, I was like, well, why did he? Because he's so attached to Regulus. Like, why would he want to do anything for Voldemort? But he's doing it for Bellatrix. Bellatrix. Fuck. Okay. Who he respects. I'm taking him off though. Okay. Yeah, that's fair, because his actions were given to him by a master. Wow, I was, like, really... Gung-ho on Voldemort? No, I was, I was like, ready to cross Bellatrix off the list, but I'm oh, not yeah. now. Right. But I'm not right. now. Wow, okay. But why... Okay, but maybe I am willing to take her off, because it's not her plan. It's Voldemort's plan. It puts more blame on Voldemort. I don't know that it's without... His direction? Yeah. I don't know. That's tricky. I'll Did leave he... her up. I'll leave her up for now, but I, I'm... Well, I mean, again, I feel like you almost have to blame Sirius more for Creature's actions because he was the one who gave him the permission to go to Bellatrix in the yes. first place. He's not being careful. And Dumbledore warned him about that. Yeah. I don't know. Should we cross her off? 
I guess. Or leave her up still. Do you think she is a top contender? I feel like she still could be. She still yeah. could be. Okay, we'll leave her. Let's talk about Fudge. Okay. I just throw him up there because I think that it's like if things had been taken more seriously, there may have been more mm-hmm. to do. Yeah. Here's the other thing is that Harry named names at the end of Goblet of Fire, and those people were still working at the ministry, yeah. still allowed to be doing what they were doing. Yeah, is that how Voldemort. Voldemort's people got in in the first place, right? Yes. Because they had people there. And Harry named names and Fudge ignored it and allowed mm-hmm. them to keep working. Yeah. One of which, who is a Department of Mysteries person. Yeah. If I am remembering correctly. I thought he was the guy who died in St. Mungo's, though. No, that's the order guy. Yeah. The guy who gets strangled by the plant. No, I'm talking about a deputy. Okay. (laughs) I think that, yes. It's either in the memory where, um, what the fuck is his name? Karkaroff. It's either Karkaroff that names someone where Fudge or Crouch says, well, it would have been Crouch in the memory, um, says that he's, he works in the... Um, Department of Mysteries, or Fudge says that when Harry names someone who is at the Death Eater Circle. Yeah, one of those. I anyway. think that I think that is the case because Fudge wouldn't have seen the memory, no, but no, Harry no, no. was like yelling names of everybody who's in the graveyard at him in the hospital. Yes, like. because then he says that he's just he's just renaming people, and that's on record. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So there is so some there blame is to some be put blame. on him. There's some blame to put on him. Enough though. Is it enough? I don't know if he can be a top contender. I don't think he can either, but I just wanted to put it out there. All right, let's talk about Wormtail really quickly. I don't really think that he belongs on this list. No. He did have a hand. He had, yeah, he did. He sure did. But at the end of the day, it's not his fault. No. Okay. We still have like five people on here, though. Bellatrix, Voldemort, Dumbledore, Harry, and Sirius. Bellatrix, Voldemort, Dumbledore. Okay. Who out of everyone on this list are you least convinced by right now bellatrix bellatrix honestly I agree. okay I agree okay bellatrix is off um let's try and see if we can argue somebody off what about harry it's hard because i feel like he's one of the top <laughs> honestly like i feel like what it comes down to is like I feel like it comes down to the whole Aquamancy thing. Yeah. Like, I feel like that kind of takes Sirius off of the list a little bit. Okay, okay. I'm willing to take him off, too. I'm willing to take him off, too. I really feel like he... You know, we talked about this with Voldemort earlier, is that, like, people can influence and influence and influence, but it's still his choice to go murder a family Mm -hmm. and listen to the prophecy. Yeah. Same with Sirius. Influence, 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 Snape, Harry, Dumbledore, whatever. All these people that are making him feel a certain way to go and be a hero. Mm -hmm. But it's still his choice to go and do that. Yeah. So, I, that's why I think that he is maybe off the list. I think that there are people who are bigger and badder on this list than him. Agreed. Wow, so we're left with the big three. Voldemort, Dumbledore, and Harry. Oh god, this is so hard. This is really tough. You made a really compelling argument about Dumbledore not talking to Harry being the reason why Harry is the way that he is. Mm-hmm. 
He doesn't know shit, so what's he supposed to do? Then I feel like if he had had the conversation about. with Harry that he has with him at the very end of the book earlier, mm-hmm. he should have told him all of that after he came out of the graveyard, I think. Yes. And all of this could have been prevented. He could have... Also, Dumbledore could have given Harry occlumency lessons himself. Yeah. He didn't have to make Snake do it. Mm-hmm. Then he could have, like, used that time to explain. So, Dumbledore. Yeah, I don't know. I, I agree, I agree, I agree. I don't know. Do we want to take Harry off, then? I don't know if I'm ready. I don't know if I'm ready to take Harry off. Let's, well, let's go back to Voldemort. Yeah, let's talk about Voldemort. Okay. I really, like, he is the fucking mastermind behind this. I really don't think that we can, like, say it's... I'm, I don't know. I so am leaning toward him as, like, one of, like, the, like, you know, the final two. I really feel like he's in there. I feel like he is, too, but, like, I feel like at the end of the day, like, if Harry or Dumbledore had just been stronger about trying to block him out, then he could have been prevented. Or it could have at least been harder for him. Yeah. You know, like, I just, oh, like, I agree. He planned all of this. Like, he planned on using Sirius. He was the one who got into Harry's head. Like, he got what he wanted again. Mm-hmm. He planned this whole thing. He's so smart. But I just, <laughs> like. disgusting. I know. But he was also able to do it so easily because Harry's defenses were so weak. Yes. Like, I don't think his plan would have played out as well if it hadn't been for Harry or Dumbledore. Wow. Are you saying we need to take him off the board? I kind of feel like we do. It's done. Holy shit. Dumbledore or Harry? Are you kidding me? I don't want to blame Harry for his godfather. <laughs> well, he sure does, so it's not like oh, we're going to be the only ones in the See, club. See, again, he and Dumbledore are both willing to take the blame at the end of that book. Oh, Jesus. Okay, here's my question for you. Okay. Suppose that Dumbledore does have this big talk with him right away. Yeah. And Harry knows what's going on, and he does say, okay... So I'm going to block this out. But this one somehow still gets through. Say he knows everything. Dumbledore did his job. Harry sees this. Is he still going to go after him? This is what I'm saying is like whether the, who the blame gets put on. Is Harry still going to go and go to the ministry for Sirius? If he knows everything. I think that if Harry and Dumbledore had been on talking terms and Dumbledore had left the door open for Harry to have been able to talk to him, if Harry saw that image, he would have gone to Dumbledore first. Yes. But Dumbledore's not in the school. Oh, fuck. I forgot about that. They don't have anyone. But Harry could have gone to another order member who would have known how to contact Dumbledore. He did. He told Snape. Yeah, but Snape sucks. (laughs) (laughs) But he did. He told Snape, who alerted the order. Dumbledore. Yes, he did. Oh, it's so hard to know. Like, if Harry had known that Voldemort would try to get in his mind, would he have taken that image seriously? As seriously as he did. 
here's the problem too. So say that he is practicing Aquamancy from the beginning because Dumbledore's up front with him right away and doesn't just wait for something bad to happen. Arthur's dead. Yeah. Arthur's dead. And then Harry is left with, he sees this and thinks, not again, not him. That's true. I'm just trying to put it out there to really like make it feel fair because I know that we lean I toward know. blaming Dumbledore I for know, everything. I know, I know, I know. So I'm I just, know. I'm oh just trying God. to make it a little tougher. Is Harry's love to blame? <laughs> Katie has crumpled. <laughs> this is so challenging. It's hard. It is hard because the question is, like, if Dumbledore had told him everything and if Dumbledore had been the one to teach him Aquamancy, would Harry have been good enough at it to have blocked out that? Mm-hmm. But here's what I'm saying. So say he does, say he does, say he's up front with him. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. If he is up front with him, I think he's teaching him from the beginning. Or yeah. am I wrong in saying that? No, I think he's teaching him from the beginning. So he's teaching him from the beginning, which means that Arthur's dead. Yeah. It means that. So then if that happens and Harry feels like I could have known, I could have stopped it, is he going to continue practicing Occlumency? Oh. Because he feels at fault. He could have seen this and saved him. If he hadn't been shutting his mind off. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> what if Dumbledore had just decided to quit with the silent treatment after what happened with Arthur happened and then just decided to teach Harry right away instead of forcing Snape into the whole situation, though? Okay. What if the conversation had happened at that point? Because Harry would have been like, why did I see that in the first place? And Dumbledore That's explained true. it to him there. That's true. But still, I'm just falling on this. It was real one time. And that's why he follows through with this. I know. And I think no matter what happens, this was real one time. Someone could have died. Someone who is even more important to him is at risk That's of the true. same fate. You're right, you're right. Okay, so it falls I back into Harry's wanting to play the hero thing. I don't even know if it's wanting to play the hero. I think it's just his love and compassion. Yeah. Which is sad. So does it fall on Harry? Is that who you're leaning toward? That's who I'm leaning toward, honestly. I think it's just all roads lead back to oh. he does not want to be the reason why. Yeah. And then he is. Yeah. Isn't that tragic? I think that Isn't is... Isn't that... Doesn't that sound like Joanne? <laughs> wow, that is not how I would have expected this to go Neither when did we I. started it. Neither did I. Are, oh, we, are we landing on it? Yeah, let's do it. Sadly, Harry Potter, you're going to Azkaban. Chunk, chunk. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I the wouldn't have guessed it. end up in Azkaban, too. I wouldn't... I wouldn't have... I wouldn't have... I wouldn't have guessed that. Oh, That's how that was going to end up. No. Holy, me holy shit. I was fully ready to blame Dumbledore. Oh, man. I know. That's how I was expecting this to go, And when too. you had mentioned it earlier, just like when we were That's talking about That's what came ideas, into my mind, too. I thought, okay, Dumbledore. Well, and I thought Snape was going to be a way bigger me culprit too. than he ended me up too. being. Me, too. Wow. 
That one took us in so many circles, though, because so oh. many people play the hand in it. That's there a big one. There are so many one -ifs. That's a really big one. Wow. Oh, yikes. Harry Potter. Holy shit. All right, well, let's go to our other one that is a non-death question. Is this who caused Voldemort? Who is to blame for Voldemort? The man, the myth, the legend. Okay. Let's go nuts. Slughorn? Tell Whoa. you what the Horcrux is? Wow, right off the bat. Not even him himself, but Slughorn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Voldemort, yes. Yeah, let's, Voldemort. Put, let's put Tom Riddle down. I think he is a maker of his own destiny. Dumbledore has got to be on there. Dumbledore. <laughs> He's the winner. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Um, Tom Riddle Sr. Mm-hmm. Oh, can we really blame Merope? I will dying? never blame her for a goddamn thing. She does not go up anywhere. Okay. She is an angel. And I weep for her. No, she's not. Could we blame the orphanage workers? Yes. Yeah. I will blame the orphanage. I will blame Slytherin. Slytherin House. I'm very willing to blame Slytherin. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Mm -mm -mm -mm. No, we can put Merope up. She's allowed to be on there. We'll she talk would. about it. Yeah. Oh. Could we blame her family? Like the Gaunt family? We'll just say Merope and the Gaunts. Okay. That's unreadable. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting crazy. I can't write You're anymore. so excited to talk about this. Ah! Okay. Is there anybody else that we want to put on here? This is a big one, too. I know. This is a really big one. Okay. I'm ready to, I'm ready to go in. Okay. If someone else comes up while we're talking, we yes. can add them. Okay. Let's Who start with Slughorn. Okay. You already put it out there. He told them how to make Horcruxes. Yeah. This canonically happens yes. after Myrtle has been killed. That's true. So... Or does it? This is, okay, his timeline makes me feel like I want to shave my head. Because I feel <laughs> like I kind of don't understand it a lot of the time. He has, oh, Jesus No, no, Christ. no, wait. He's already killed his dad by the time he talks to Slughorn, right? Yes. Which means he has killed Myrtle. He's killed multiple people. Okay. He wants to That's know if I he thought. can have multiple Horcruxes. That's where that conversation comes in. Yes. That's what that's for. That's what it is. He's already... Okay, but this is this was my point. Because Myrtle was his first murder, correct? Yes, yes. Okay. Absolutely it was. Um, okay. Here we go. My point in saying that was, is that I, um... He's proved himself to his peers at that point, mm -hmm. which I believe is when he began using the name. Voldemort. Voldemort. Okay. So, I just want to put that out there. He's already made that for himself before wow, he talks when to Slughorn. Wow, he was in Hogwarts, before, people were already calling him Voldemort. Yes. 
He has this little crew together by the time we see that memory. Okay. I would not have remembered His friends that. are calling him... Friends. <laughs> his, his little gang is calling him that already. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is a thing that he has established for himself before we see Slughorn. Mm-hmm. I just... I'm putting that out there. Okay. I'm trying to like... His timeline is very upsetting to me. Okay. This is, this is what I'm working with. So, I guess where the question with Slughorn comes in... I guess he can't really be, well, I'm, he's, I can leave him up. I just wanted to put that out there. But I feel like the thing that Slughorn is blamed for is, like, he's not even blamed for him knowing about Horcruxes. He is blamed for his wanting to make multiple Horcruxes. Knowing that he can. For knowing that he can make multiple Horcruxes. This is the question. This is the thing. This is where I'm going to really take my own shit out of it. Because I personally, whether for the reasons that I believe or not, think, well, you must make a Horcrux at the time mm-hmm. of the murder. Yeah. So he would have had two by the time he talks to Slughorn. If that's the case, if he can just make it willy nilly. He just has the ring and knows that he wants to do it, but hasn't done it yet. Uh-huh. Fine. Maybe he hasn't made two. Yeah. But it feels like that's how the rules should work to me, is that he would have made two by now. I think he wants to know if he can make seven. That's always how I rationalize that bit. But it could just be that he's made the diary and wants to know if he can make more. I feel like that's more likely what it is. And I know that that's like bashing your theory a little bit. No, it's not. It just doesn't work with it. (laughs) But I just, like, I always felt like the whole point of him going to Slughorn was to see if you could have more than one. More than one. Okay. So. Because if you can make two, why wouldn't you be able to make more than two? Exactly. I know. That's the tough part. But he's obsessed with it being seven. It's not just like, can I make more than one? It's specifically, I want to make seven. Yeah, I just feel like having a really specific number is kind of a weird question. (laughs) (laughs) You know? (laughs) Like, I feel like his question is, can I have more than one Horcrux? His question is, can you make seven? And then Slughorn says, seven? Yeah. You want to make seven? And he's like, I would never. Yeah. <laughs> I did not say that, sir. No. Please eat more pineapple. <laughs> Please eat more pineapple. <laughs> I didn't say seven. You said seven. You said seven. I barely said any words. You've just been talking. This you is a dream. You said the word, fan. <laughs> this is a dream. Oh, my God. No. Okay. Anyway. Those little oh, things God. aside. But Slughorn... This is, this is what we have to really decide what we're talking about here. Slughorn can be blamed for his rise to power. But are we talking about his rise to power? Yeah, that's or are okay. we talking about him being this? That's where it gets really complicated. What are we trying to define? I don't think that we are talking about his rise to power. I think about, we're talking about the creation of Voldemort himself. Like, why he is the way he is. Where his, like, morals and his mentality come from. Yes. And I don't think that's Slughorn's fault. No, because he was already doing this. Yeah. He already had a plan. He just wanted to know if it could work. He's already killed four people. He came to him for validation. Basically. He did. He did. 
just information. Slughorn didn't put the thought in his head. Okay. He just verified it. Yes, I'm crossing him off. Okay. Should we skip Tom himself for now and kind of talk about everybody else? Yes. Okay. Let's go to Dumbledore. Oh, okay. Here you go. Stand on your soapbox and tell us what you think. Katie, I just... <laughs> oh, I'm going to try not to scream. I'm going to be very calm and collected because okay. that's when people listen to you. This is your moment. This is, this is when the pressure gets on me because I want to sound very good and smart. <laughs> but I won't. I think that it was an absolute huge mistake for Dumbledore to let him be. I think he sees what's happening. And not that he's an evil child. Because he's a fourth grader. He's not an evil child. But he's going down a bad path. And Dumbledore decides not to intervene. Okay. I think that that is like kind of the huge thing there. I think he decides not to intervene. And then I think that he also doesn't... He says that he wants to like give him the chance to fresh start at Hogwarts. Maybe he's not going to steal stuff. Maybe he's not going to torture people's pets. <laughs> Maybe he's not going to scare the shit out of all the kids. Who knows? Let's give him a chance. But then he doesn't really give him a chance because he's the only teacher that is suspicious of him. Mm. He, doesn't, he doesn't give him a chance. And you know, okay, this is getting really conspiracy theory. I, honest to God, <laughs> think that he sees... Tom being so charming at Hogwarts and thinks, not again. I will not fall for this again. I'm not going through Gellert again. Yeah. Bomb drop. I, <clears throat> I think that it is the, my, my fault with him. I don't know if he's the big fault, but my fault with him is seeing that there is a kid who needs help says that he will give allow him to have a fresh start but then treats him poorly not even poorly but tom can obviously tell he's suspicious of him let me ask you a question that everybody asks me when i try to argue in favor of dumbledore causing voldemort okay what if dumbledore tried to offer help to voldemort and voldemort turned him down doesn't matter he's a literal child he's a literal child and this is an adult mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. He tells him, do you want me to take you shopping? Tom says, no, <laughs> I'll do it on my own. If Dumbledore's like, no, I think that we need to talk more. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. He can intervene. And you know what? He doesn't even need to be the one. This is a big thing that I say. He finds out that he goes into Slytherin. He goes and tells his good coworker friend, Horace, mm -hmm. and says, you need to keep an eye out on this kid. He had some troubling behavior, and I don't want him to get lost. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah. And then you've told someone. This is the thing. He keeps it to himself, even though he does feel very suspicious of this kid. Yeah. Who, like, rightly so. He's, he's had a lot of bad, icky behavior mm -hmm. that you need to watch out. These are warning signs. But you can correct this shit. At this age, yes. Everybody go watch Child of Rage on YouTube. It's horrifying, but this girl is fine now. Yeah. And she's an advocate. She tried to, like, stab her parents and kill her little brother. Yikes. She did, but she was horribly abused 
and had like extreme mental illness. And she was taken out of that environment, nurtured, corrected, taught how to be better. And now she's a functioning adult who is like an advocate for children who have these issues. Yeah. Beautiful. That that could have happened with Voldemort too. It I just think like he could have it's that he didn't do anything, he didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. He saw a kid who needed help and didn't do anything. And I think that maybe even come like I said, I think it maybe even comes from his own bias and insecurity of like not wanting to get into it again. He doesn't have to be the one that gets into it. He can put it on someone else if right. he just says something. Right. This kid is troubled and we need to make sure that he's okay. Mm. Yeah. It's I think not you have a really valid point. It's not just that he's like a bully. He's not a bully. He hanged a rabbit. He tortured those kids on that cliff top. Yeah. And like that you don't even know. Yeah. That you can't even whatever. You can't prove I don't care. Whatever. Yeah. They're not talking about it. We don't know what happened. We do know that he killed a rabbit. Yeah. By hanging it. That's so extreme. Yeah. That's not like this is vile. That's not like stepping on it or strangling it. Something by horrifying. Accident. No, not even by accident, but just, like, in those ways. Like, you know, yeah. it's something more, like, it's thought and time-consuming. Yeah. To do it that way, to cause such a reaction out of another yeah. child. I don't know. And to, like, traumatize the child for them having to see their dead pet's body. Hanging. Hanging. <laughs> it's horrifying. Yeah. It's sick. So I just, like, it's it's not him being a bully. It's not him just, like, stealing things and being a little magpie. It's him, like, having some serious problems. And, like, address it, please. Yeah. That's huge. That's huge to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, yeah. I think that that's, like, a huge problem. And he was the only one who saw it because then he turned it on at school that he was, the hell he was out just of charming else. and sweet. No one else knew that he was like that. I d- yeah, I, yeah. I think shut. I think like the biggest convincing thing about that is like Dumbledore's the only one who knew who he really was at that point. Yeah. So it, it was up to him to step in. It was. He was the only one. No yeah. one else is seeing. No this. one else knew that. No one else at Hogwarts knew. No. And if students knew, who's gonna? Are they gonna tell? No. No. Because they're going to be scared he's going to do it to them. Yeah, so there's no way. Yeah. <laughs> my dog is sleeping real hard. <laughs> so that's my case for Dumbledore. Yeah. I hope that was coherent. I think it's a very strong case. <laughs> I hope Let's that was coherent. see if anyone has a stronger case than him. Okay. Let's go to Tom Riddle Sr. He abandoned him. <laughs> yeah, I just... Yeah. Well, he, he abandons Merope. And his child. <laughs> and his child. Tom Real grew up in an orphanage because of Tom Riddle Sr. Yes. Yeah, would Merope have been, like, wandering the streets? But then again, she's the one who leaves her family. But also, I don't want to fault an ab- a person who was abused for leaving their abusive home to find well, something like, better. I mean, I don't think... 
him leaving had anything to do with her dying. Like, I think she would have probably died in childbirth regardless. No, but she was she was on the streets oh, that's without true. him. That's, that's what true. I mean. So maybe she wouldn't have if she had had better access to, like, healthcare. <laughs> well, yeah, he's rich. Yeah. She would have had a baby in a hospital. Right. That's true. That's true. Okay. So, and yeah, she was, he would have grown up with parents. And she was young, too. It's not like she was, like, an old maid right. at the age of 25. Yeah. <laughs> she was she was 19. That's yeah. prime birthing years. <laughs> so, if he hadn't left, Merope maybe would not have died. And yeah. Tom Riddle would have grown up with parents. At least a mom. At least a mom. Maybe even a dad. Yeah. If he hadn't been such a player. <laughs> I think that, like, his his narcissism of having a child who looks just like him might have kicked in and, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, wanted to be He would have been, like, the around son. Around and active. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he would have been his son, no matter what. Even if he took him away from yeah. Maropi. Like, right. sad. But, you know. Right. You never know. I don't, I don't know. I just feel like some of the blame has to be on him. Right. I don't know if it's all the blame. <laughs> but some. I know. Some for sure. I think some for sure. He's... I don't know, like, I, I kind of feel like a lot of blame is to be on him, because he's the one who, like, made Tom grow up in the way that he did, you know? Yeah. I just feel like growing up with parents would have been different for him. I 100% agree. I think that, I think that there is a lot of blame on him, number one, because he left, so he's not there. Number two, because he left, Maropi's on the street, is sick, is not eating is just generally unwell, has a baby and dies. Well, and three, I feel like in a way, him leaving fueled a lot of that hatred in Voldemort and his, like, desire for revenge, too. Yes. Yeah. I mean, his death made one of the Horcruxes, so... It sure did. It sure did. So I feel like he kind of tossed in a lot of cards. (laughs) I would like to say, too, just, like, on the side of, like, him being... The cause of like Merope's death. I think that that um, is the cause of a lot of um, like big deal, like psyche issues for Tom Riddle mm-hmm. because I think that it's very upsetting. And I know that this was like a joke from a very Potter senior year, but it rang so true that it, it's like it shot me in the heart. Yeah. That the, the first act he ever did was kill his mom oh my god is that and like that is absolutely something that i feel like he would be teased about teased i say as in like it's not like severe bullying by other kids at the orphanage we'll talk about the orphanage wow 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 um and also the fact that when he does find out that it was his mom who was the magical one, that he won't believe it because she died. Right. And you can't die. And it's like, there's a lot. And then that's like, you know, the whole like being afraid of death and whatever. I think that it yeah. really stems a lot from the mom. And whose fault is that? 
I think it's Tom Riddle Sr. I think it's his fault that Merope died. And I think that that is the cause of a lot of weird, a lot of the weird death stuff with Tom Riddle Jr. With his obsession with it. I really think it is. Because, like, where does that come from otherwise? I feel like his dad is also the root cause of his hatred for Muggleborns, too. I think that's part of it. I think that orphanage is also big. I think but that yeah, but like, again, his dad leaving is the reason why he had to be in the orphanage in the first place. Yes, very true. Very true. Very true. Yeah. I'm sorry, did I break you by saying that? Yes! <laughs> oh my god. I th- I'm like up all night thinking about this. I've just never thought about that before. Like it being like Voldemort killed his mom. Isn't that disgusting? And like you have yeah. to you have to assume that he heard that as a child. Yeah. Because where does this extreme phobia come from if not like okay. some very traumatic thing as a child? Right. And his obsession with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a very fair point. So I think a lot more blame can be put on Tom Riddle Sr. than okay. I originally thought. Well, let's talk about Merope. Oh. Let's talk about Merope and the Gaunts and maybe get her the fuck off this board. <laughs> okay. I've, I feel like the if we were to blame anybody in this scenario, I would blame the Gaunts more than I would blame Merope because they're also kind of some of the ones who pushed her away and made her be in such a bad situation. I don't want to put anything on her because she was horribly abused. No, that's why I'm saying I, I think know. it's the Gaunts. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. that's why I just feel like I put her up there just because, like, she's the mom. Right. And she does. And she, she died. died. It's she not left her fault him. she died. I don't think it can be her fault that I she died. I think it could also, like, a little bit be her family's fault that she died, though, because after Tom Riddle left, they shunned her. Yeah. Like, they didn't support her, and that also kind of forced her to have to live on the street, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how healthy of a pregnancy it would have been for her if she had to go back and be a servant girl again, but it probably would have been better than just being alone on the road. Yeah. I would also like to put it on the Gaunts, um, their like extreme pure blood ideals that led to such um I know that all of the pure blood families are like this but not to this extreme amount of inbreeding yeah that I feel like is a lot of the cause for like the mental instability of this family I agree yes if that gets passed down by blood somehow then like that's where Tom gets it from yeah yeah. That combined with his hatred for muggles that he yeah. gets from his dad just turns him into a monster. Yeah. I just think it's like they, they, the, the inbreeding is like unbelievable to me. Like that has to be the reason that he oh. has like some like deficiencies. God. I mean, I did, like, I'm not, I don't know these things. I don't want to like link severe mental illness like to inbreeding yeah but I assume there are lots of mental problems that go along with that but I don't know yeah I don't know I can't speak fully on it but I just feel in my heart that that has to be part of it right it's sick do we think that they play as big of a role in it as some of the other big contenders that we've talked about though like Dumbledore and his dad um I don't know I'm willing to leave them up for a little bit okay I don't know. Like, they are the they are the cause of why Merope is so willing to run away with this man. Mm-hmm. I will not say trick. Yeah. Because I don't think she did. I don't think she did either. Anyway. <laughs> um, what's still untalked about besides uh, the man himself? 
The on, orphanage and Slytherin. Um, okay, so the orphanage. This is where I'm getting even... I'm diving back into my conspiracy theories again. Uh -huh. Um... Not just that he was, like, a bad kid, which he was. Like, that's undeniable. Um, but he was very different. He was very isolated. He was very different and then isolated because of it. We know what happens when children are isolated. And I... Katie. <laughs> oh, Katie. I studied this a lot. I, I know. College. I... Um, but also, I just want to say that I can only assume that, um, this orphanage is a religious institute, mm -hmm. and this is a little boy who is crawling around in the dirt talking to snakes. Yes. And honestly, in the 30s, when this is happening... I can't imagine that they are not trying to beat the devil out of him. Yeah. I can't imagine that. And, ooh, motherfuck. I can't remember her name right now. Mrs. Cole. Mrs. Cole. Is a drunk. <laughs> How do we know he didn't drive her to be a drunk? No, okay, all right, <laughs> Jesus. I think that she must have been before she's been running an orphanage for what seems like a while. That's true. I just, I feel like my biggest thing against the orphanage is like, we, I guess we don't know much about how full the orphanage is, but I feel like, oh. he just like, he didn't get a lot of attention as a child. He was very neglected and very isolated. Like even going back to when he was like an infant before he was old enough to do any of this, like kind of like bad stuff. He just, like, he didn't get the, like, the love and the nurturing and the cuddle time and the skin-to-skin -skin <laughs> contact that infants need to feel secure in their, like, can environment I, that they're growing up in. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. What does this mean to you? Because it's very significant to me when he, when, no, not he, when Mrs. Cole says that he hardly cried as a baby. It means, that to me means that he realized it's not getting him anything. Yeah. So he's not crying anymore. He's not asking for help. He was so neglected as a child. <laughs> like, And I just, if there is anything that we know about psychology, it is that we know that childhood experiences are so important <laughs> to what you become as a child. And I don't want to like... Have, like, risk anybody taking this out of context and say that, like, children who grew up in orphanages are no. fucked? Because that's not the case. No, no, but, no. But, like, he grew up in an orphanage in London when World War II is happening and nobody's paying any attention to him. Like, no, no, he... <laughs> I feel like you said this in a prior podcast. Like, he was not held for longer as, like, than a feeding as an infant ever. Yeah. Like... He was left in his crib to cry on his own until he stopped doing that and just laid there all the time. <laughs> and he didn't have anybody watching over him. He didn't have any kind of parental or, like, guidance. Oh, my God. At all. <laughs> this is too much. And that's important. That's going to fuck a kid over. And then, like... And then even when he gets taken out of that environment, like, he's not given to anybody okay. who's going to take care of him All any right. better. I know. We'll talk about Slytherin in a sec. I do just want to say two 
against the orphanage, I feel like that is a huge fucking part of why he hates muggles. Yes. Because that's where he grew up, and those were the people that took care of him, and they didn't take care of him, because, in his mind, because he was different. Yeah. So, oh, I just, I have I a really hard time with the orphanage. Like, I think I know. growing up in that environment had a huge effect huge. on him for several, several, several reasons. Yes. <sighs> I'm getting so warm right now, I'm very worked up. Let's talk about Slytherin. I know that both of us have talked a lot about how we don't want to, like, say a house is a bad house. But at this time, especially, I can't. I can't. Slytherin was a bad house when Tom Riddle was in Slytherin. Listen, I made that house bad. This is the other thing, and I've talked about this before. I know it's like me repeating a million things that I've said a thousand times before. He's going into that house. With a muggle name. Yeah. Do you think that he's going to be treated well, and he's a first year at the bottom of the fucking food chain, the isolation. and somehow a mudblood got into their house, and they're not going to treat him well? And oh, all of a sudden he thinks he's so smart and is going to make all the teachers like him. Well, we sure don't. Yeah. And then that, I feel, drives him. I know that he has this anyway, I'm sure as many people do. Of, like, I want to find out who my parents are. Yeah. But that he, I'm sure, is driven to this. I need to find out that I, like, that, that I, I belong, belong here. here. The isolation that he went through as a child did not end when he went no. to school. It definitely continued. I think it really did until he proved himself and made people scared of him. And by that point, it's too late. Because then it's people are still going to avoid him, not because they don't like him, but because they are scared of him. Or if they are with him, it's for the same reason. Yeah. Which goes back to the whole, like, him not having any friends yes. thing. Not having any kind of, like, confidant at all. Except maybe Slughorn. Bare, I doubt it. If, it, if he had one, it would be a, f- a friend, a peer. Mm-hmm. But that's, like, a trusted advisor at that point. It's not right. a friend. Oh. Yeah. I also feel like we could maybe, this might be going a little bit far, but I feel like we could maybe potentially trace this back to, like, Salazar Slytherin and, like, his roots to, like, Slytherin <laughs> House as a whole, because that kind of also relates to his obsession of, like, feeling like he's so worthy, you know? I want to say this, too, though, is that I don't know if I'm willing to, like, go that far, because I think that that, like, wanting to prove how worthy he is or whatever comes from him wanting desperately to feel like he belongs somewhere. And I think that that goes back to the orphanage. I think that goes back to his father. That's true. Okay. Because I think at that point, like, the Slytherin bloodline is just validation. That's true. And okay. I don't think that it... I don't, I don't know. Okay. I don't know that that would have been the thing. The thing. To get him going. I think he's already on that path. I think it just makes him feel better about it. Right. More entitled. Oh, this is tough. Okay. I'm willing to take the gaunts off. Yeah. I kind of agree. Not they were kind of, like I do agree. They weren't, like, truly involved. I think they, like, helped mm-hmm. get that situation to where it was and have him... The way he is chemically. 
Yeah. But, like, I don't know that they're, like, the true reason. Yeah. Well, we should talk about Tom. Talking about him himself. Just in general. Because, again, I'm not here to make excuses. I'm not here to lone wolf poor white boy Tom Riddle. <laughs> I'm not here to do that. I yeah. am a little bit. But I'm really not, like, trying to excuse his actions because he has a tragic backstory. Yeah. He made the choice. He did make the choice. He, he made, made the choice to murder choices. people. He could have asked for help. He could have accepted help when people did try to help him. He could when? have made... <laughs> when Dumbledore offered to take him shopping. Okay. <laughs> that one choice. That he one choice. He could have made more of an effort to make friends in other houses. Okay. Yeah. He could have chosen to not be mean to the kids at the orphanage. He could have chosen to be a peer to them. This is where this comes in. It's clearly not as, um, there's not as much as deep, dark stuff happening, but Harry Potter chose to be a kind person. Right. Despite being pretty horribly abused. Yes. So, and I feel like that's the argument that people make yes. about why Voldemort is evil a lot. Because they're like, well, Harry grew up in a very similar situation and he still turned out to be good. Mm-hmm. So this is the case of, are we, um, are we content calling Voldemort a boy who made all the wrong choices? Are we content with having Draco Malfoy be the boy who had no choice? That's really tough because it's like, <laughs> I feel like all the odds are stacked against him, but like if he had truly, truly tried hard enough, he could overcome at least some of them. Can I say this? Yes. And this is like, obviously not incredibly severe, but somewhat mildly debilitating. I am a person who does suffer. <laughs> Mentally. Yeah. So I'm not, like, coming at it in a way that's, like, eh, cute, fun, mental illness. <laughs> or, like, excusing any behavior. Yeah. Because, like, clearly I recognize. But, like, truly I believe he has something wrong with him where he cannot experience empathy. Yeah. Some sort of personality disorder. He's not, I don't think he's making a choice to not feel empathy. I think that he truly struggles with it. Yeah. I does, do. He, does he have a, does he have a choice to like do that if it's the 1930s and early 40s and that's not an option for people? Well, okay. And this like to get kind help? of takes me back to child development a little bit too. Okay. Like I feel like the way that I debunk people saying, well, Harry grew up in this kind of situation, is that Harry had a year of living with loving parents before he got put yes. in an abusive okay. situation. Yes. And I feel like that makes a huge difference. Because, like, I learned in my psychology classes, young children learn through observation. Mm -hmm. And they learn from, like, how they are treated by people. So Harry learned how to love people because he was loved by his parents first. Yes. So when he felt love from other people later on, it was not a foreign concept to him. Like, he already knew what it felt like to be loved and to, like, have people care about him. 
Because he had experienced it. He didn't remember it, but he had experienced it before. Voldemort literally had nobody from the day he was born that cared about him. And I feel like that makes a difference. (laughs) I feel like that makes a difference. Like, the odds are stacked against him because, like, love is truly not, like, an emotion that he has ever experienced, (laughs) ever. God! Because no one has ever loved him before. Oh, no. So, like, he doesn't know what it feels like. Like, he truly doesn't know. He's not able to love other people because nobody has ever shown him what it is like to be loved by somebody. (laughs) Oh, no. I feel like that's important. And maybe that is me reading way more into psychology than, like, it should be read into. But, like, I feel like that is a thing. I fully agree with you. Oh, no. I'm sorry if any of you are someone who grew up in a situation like Voldemort. Like, we're not saying that, like, you are fucked if no! you grew up in an orphanage. But for somebody who already has so much hate in their heart and who has so much oh, prejudice God. and so much going against him, to grow up in that kind of environment just, like, adds to all of it. It's like all these puzzle pieces put together to create a monster, I feel like. Oh, my God. You know? And I feel like that's just one of the many things Jesus that add to it. Jesus Christ. I want to take him off, but is that wrong? I don't know. I don't think he's going to win it. So is it wrong to take him off? Is there anything that he could have done to combat? I don't know. I honestly, if he... I don't think the resources were there. Because we've talked about that. We had a whole episode about how, like, this doesn't exist in the Wizarding World. There is yeah. nothing to help people mentally in the Wizarding World. Right. Not that we know of. He didn't have any kind of counseling or and any back kind then, of guidance. 50 years prior to the series even starting, uh-huh. like, was there anything then? We know, know what was going on in the real world. Mental and it health wasn't was good. like, yeah, if you were considered mentally ill, you were considered dangerous. Put away. Yeah. You were put away. Yeah, even muggles. So, like, in the wizarding world, I feel like it would have been even worse. I can't, I can't imagine. He was treated like a dangerous person because of his mental health. So, I don't think the resources were there. So, did he have a choice? He had a choice not to murder people. Yeah. (laughs) He, there's no, there's no reason. He could have done other evil things. Yeah, he absolutely could have. I still think, like, okay, so say he, like, didn't become Voldemort. I think he would have been a really nasty um, minister of magic. Yeah. Or, like, an abusive teacher. Yeah. I mean, I don't, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Yeah. But I don't feel like I want to put the blame on him. Even though he, he had, he could make choices, but would they have really done anything? Would he have still turned out to be, like, a bad person? Even if he didn't kill people and didn't go by Voldemort. Here's the thing that's, like, tough for me. Because I feel like at the age where he goes to Hogwarts, it's still not too late. Like, your personality is not determined by the time you're a fourth grader. So I feel like... I feel like it's, like, that combined with the experiences that he had at Hogwarts that turned him into what he is. Like, I feel like even his childhood and the way that he grew up, if he had then gone to Hogwarts and been sorted into, like, Hufflepuff... That could have, like, switched some of that out. I do think so, too. He would have been shown what it's like to be loved. It would have come at a later time in his life, but it still would have made a difference, I think. Yes. It's like children who get adopted as, like, 
preteens. Yeah. They can still become great people. Life can turn around. Life can turn around at that age. Really e I mean, life can turn around at any age. So I think that if, like, the resources had been better for him at Hogwarts, whether it had been Dumbledore helping him out or him being put in a different house. Or Slughorn looking out for or him. Or Slughorn looking out for him. Like, anything. I feel like it still could have been better for him. But, and he doesn't know how to ask. Yeah. Because, again, he doesn't know how to get you help You literally from said he's, he's never experienced that before. Yeah, and so he why would he know? And ask? if like if if what you said is true that like he learned that like crying doesn't get him anything, then he probably thinks that like going and asking someone at Hogwarts for help isn't gonna get him anywhere. Yeah. I want to take him off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have Dumbledore, the dad, the orphanage, and Slytherin. This is hard. This is very hard. Okay, I feel like what we need to determine first is, like, childhood experiences, like, orphanage age, or Hogwarts age. Yeah, what pre had a bigger... or in Hogwarts, what's the biggest deal? Yes. So, okay, is it I... Dumbledore Slytherin or Tom Riddle Sr. in the orphanage? Oh, shit. This is where I get so torn. Because, like, when we were talking about Tom Riddle Sr. and the orphanage, I was so ready and willing right there to be like, that's what it was. Yes, me too. 100%. But then I'm literally, like, I just contradicted it, like, a couple minutes ago when I was like, but he was young enough when he started at Hogwarts that, like, if the circumstances had been different, he could have been different. Yeah. Okay. So, that, that's the dilemma. What's yeah. more exper what's more important here? His, like, early childhood experience or his, like, school-age experience? Jeez. I, here's what I'll, here's what, I'll make an argument against Dumbledore and Slytherin for a second. Okay. Um, even if he had not gone to that school, I think he would have done horribly frightening things as a muggle. Yeah. I don't think magic made Voldemort. Yeah. But I don't, you know. Agree. Agree. Like, if, but if, I don't know if, if Hogwarts that had never been a possibility to him, if he had just, like, grown up in the orphanage and then eventually went off on his own. Like, that's what you're saying? Yes. You think he would have? Yeah. Yes. I absolutely think that. He would have gone on to be, like, a Nazi or something. <laughs> <laughs> He would have joined Hitler. I I agree. I feel like he would have gotten his hands on, like, a gun and just, like, shot a whole bunch of people or something. Ugh. He would have become a serial killer in the muggle world. Yeah. Or exactly. been, like, a robber. Or, like, done a something robber. bad. <laughs> done, like, bad. He would have been a criminal. He would have been a criminal. Of some kind. He would have done bad things. Yes. So that's why I'm just, I just, like, I don't know if I can put the blame on, like, Dumbledore and Slytherin. I guess, because it's like, if they had been taken out of the equation, Voldemort, in quotes, I think still would have happened, just without this, like, magical I just, connection. Like, I feel like I struggle with it, because I feel like since he kind of did have some access to resources once he went to Hogwarts, I feel like that could have been the turning point for him. I see. You so know? because there's nothing that the, like, the orphanage... Could have offered it's like it's 
it's more damning because because Dumbledore because could Dumbledore have help helped him, but he chose not to. Okay. Are we willing to take Slytherin out then? I don't know. Because I think that I Okay, here's what I'll say. You know what? I think maybe we can because I think that Slytherin just put a name to the hate that he had. Mhm. Because they just put Muggle. Yes. They I, just I told him what it was that he wanted to channel his anger I, at. I so I think that maybe we can take it out because it's like... I don't know. I think it's a big part of it because then he attaches all these ideals to it. Yeah. But I don't think he is who he is because of that. I think it just like helped solidify him. So I'll take it out. I feel like part of me kind of wants to take the orphanage out just because I feel like the blame can be placed on Tom Riddle for that he's even there. In there in okay. The first place. Yes. Okay. Let's take that out. Here we are again, Dumbledore. In the top pickings. Dumbledore or Tom Riddle Sr.? I. I am leaning toward Dumbledore. I'm leaning toward Tom Riddle Sr. And I get it. It's like, where are we? Where do we want to place this? I just like, I feel like he could have gotten help if Dumbledore had been different. Yeah. Because I, I fully agree with you that like if Hogwarts had not been on the agenda for him and he had just grown up in the muggle world, he would have been bad. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that had... Dumbledore is that turning point of help or no help. He could have been. Yeah. But he wasn't. Because of his own baggage. Yes. Possibly. Because of his own prejudice in some way. Mm -hmm. He was so determined to see this kid as unfixable. Yeah. It's just, it was just the fact that he thought, I'm going to leave him be. It's like nuts just, to me. I, I it's feel nuts like to me. That's where I lean toward him is because I feel like he could have gotten help. He could have, yeah, he could have been the the one to stop it. And maybe he couldn't have stopped him completely. I mean he wouldn't have like turned him into like an angel. No. But like he could have at least prevented him from becoming as dangerous as he was. You know? Yeah. But I feel like our argument for his dad was also so... His dad had a lot going on. I know. It's a really tough call. I don't know. You're convincing me, though. I will say... Okay. <laughs> Elbows on the table, face in her hands. I was so ready and willing, like, when we were talking about Tom Riddle Sr. to be like, that's it, that's it, that's it. I know, it. me too. Oh, but Dumbledore. I'm just, like, I'm so convinced that, like, if Dumbledore had stepped up to the plate, things would have been different for him. Same with he his dad. He could have, oh, God. <laughs> I mean, can we double? I can't pick. Can I also say, though, that even if he had been raised by his dad, he probably still would have been a brat? Oh! Well, because then he would have been rich. Yeah. 
Like, he still wants to have been a good kid. He would have been loved. <sighs> by his mom. Not even by the grandparents, even. That's a that's a that's a child. Yeah. By some so nannies. Oh, a wet nurse. God. <laughs> this is so tough. This is why I want to just like say, can we like send them both to the guillotine? <laughs> to the guillotine. I mean, Dumbledore's already there. <laughs> I just Let's put it I up don't as know. a Twitter poll. Oh wow, that would be good. I want to say, I really do want to say it. I can't decide and that I would send them both mm -hmm. to prison. Yeah. To the chair. <laughs> to the chair. To the chair. No. On trial. I would I send, I don't, I don't know. I can't, I, I honestly, I can't decide, Katie. I would be willing to go with whatever you say, but it, ugh, I don't know. Both are I chances. feel like part of it is honestly just because I feel so guilty saying that having a bad childhood made him a monster. Because I know that there are real people out there who did have I bad know. childhoods that are not bad people. I'll go along with my own child of rage argument. Dumbledore could have been the one who stepped in to take him out of the environment truly. Yeah. And helped him. I'll go with Dumbledore. I know, but his dad fucked him over. We can say that at least. His dad fucked him over, yes. He is what caused him to be the way he was in the orphanage. For sure. Mm -hmm. I'll say Dumbledore. Are you? Oh, you're so, you are so. I say Dumbledore. Okay, all right, I, it's, done. I'm, it's, I'm done. it's done, it's done, it's done, it's done. Dumbledore, he could have changed him it's and he done. didn't. It's done, it's done. Dum dum, Dumbledore. You're going to Azkaban for even longer. If you guys disagree. Tell us. Oh my god, this was this was our longest one. We've got one more, which I feel like is gonna get crazy. Oh god. And this one, I don't remember what there this are is. not there are not that many, but it's gonna be a big one. Yeah. Are we perhaps oh, ready? Oh, I know what it is. Okay. Let's take a deep breath. Let's decompress from that big Voldemort discussion. <laughs> wow, that was intense. Okay, it's about to be serious. Who is to blame for the death of Ariana Dumbledore? Without a breath. Let's just get him down. Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Gaylord. Grindelwald. <laughs> You're being respectful. Aberforth. Aberforth. The Muggle Boys. Thank you. Kendra. Okay. Mr. Dumbledore. What's his name? What's his name? Percival. Percival. Is it? I don't know. I don't know. My first thought was Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Brian and Kendra. <laughs> I need we'll to say, Google it. Yeah, to find out what it is. I, I am not comfortable putting Brian down. <laughs> It is Percival. Percival. Correct. Hey. Congrats on being correct. Thank you. Brian. <sighs> what oh, if it was Wolfric? There... <laughs> okay. Um, is there anyone else we want to put down? Does she belong on the list? That feels wrong. 
I don't think she. Okay. She was mentally ill. <laughs> yeah, well, we did take Tom off, so. Uh, All right. I feel good about this. Okay. I feel good about this. Let's skip the big three for now. Okay. Let's go to the Muggle Boys first. Yes. Which put her in the position, I believe, to begin with. I agree. I think that that caused her... To become an obscure. To manifest, yeah, the obscurus. Yeah, because they showed her a punishment for using magic. A big one. Which is what made her want to hold it in. Here's what we know. They saw her using magic. Was it that they wanted her to show them how she did what she did, and when she couldn't explain it, they attacked her? I assume. But I'm looking. Let's talk about her. All right. Ooh, when my sister was six years old, she was attacked, set upon by three muggle boys. They'd seen her doing magic, spying through the back garden hedge. She was a kid. She couldn't control it. No witch or wizard can at that age. What they saw scared them. They forced their way through the hedge, and when she couldn't explain, or when she couldn't show them how uh, she did the trick, they got a bit carried away, trying to stop the little freak doing it. That's all he said. It destroyed her what they did. She was never right again. She wouldn't use magic, but she couldn't get rid of it. It turned inward and drove her mad. It exploded out of her when she couldn't control it. And at times she was strange and dangerous. She was definitely an obscurial. Absolutely. Absolutely an obscurial. And my father went after the bastards that did it. They locked him up in Azkaban. So much swearing in this book. <laughs> Bastard. Okay. <laughs> Let me get to the part. King's Cross. Talk about your lover. Okay. And here's what Dumbledore says, and it might not even matter to the Muggle voice part, but I just want to read it so it's out there. Yeah. You know the secret of my sister's ill health. What those muggles did, what she became, you know how my poor father sought revenge and paid the price, died in Azkaban. You know how my mother gave up her own life to care for Ariana. I resented it. I was gifted, I was brilliant, I wanted to escape, I wanted to shine, I wanted glory. Uh, do not misunderstand me, I love them, I love my brother and sister, but I was selfish. Blah, 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 blah. And then of course he came. I just want to read about the actual thing really, 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 really quick. Okay. About the actual death? Yes. That can help give us some context. The argument became a fight. Grindelwald lost control. That which I had always sensed in him, though I pretended not to, now sprang into terrible being, and Ariana, after all my mother's care and caution, lay dead upon the floor. And he doesn't know who did it. Like, whose spell it was. It just, yeah. They were all dearling to kill at that point. Wow. What else does he say? I hope we get to see this. We have to. I'm going to lose my mind if we don't. Did I miss Aberforth talking about it at all? Hold on. Sorry. This, I'm just so, like, not up to speed on this part of the, the right. story I know ever. it's been a while since I've read this. Okay. 
here's what Aberforth says. After weeks of it, I'd had enough. It was nearly time for me to go back to Hogwarts, so I told him both of them face to face, like I am to you now. I told him, you better give it up now. You can't move her. She's in no fit state. You can't take her with you wherever you're planning to go. When you're planning, making your clever speeches, trying to whip yourselves up a following. He didn't like that. Yikes. Grindelwald. Grindelwald didn't like that at all. He got angry. He told me what a stupid little boy I was trying to stand in the way of him and my brilliant brother. Didn't I understand my poor sister wouldn't have to be hidden once they changed the world and let the wizards out of hiding and taught the muggles their place. And there was an argument and I pulled out my wand and he pulled out his and I had the Cruciatus curse used on me by my brother's best friend and Albus was trying to stop him and then all three of us were dueling and the flashing lights and bangs set her off and she couldn't stand it. And I think she wanted to help, but she didn't really know what she was doing. And I don't know which of us did it. It could have been any of us, and she was dead. That's Aberforth who says that. Yes. <gasps> I was remembering it as Dumbledore no. saying that. Dumbledore doesn't say much. Okay. So, now that's all the info out there. So let's bring it back up. So the Mongo boys are the ones who started. They, uh, we assume, turn her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Aberforth says, like, she was different after that. Yes. So she... I mean, that she in, dies. I don't know. That incident kind of is what... Oh, that incident is what causes her to not be able to be moved and what requires her to need a caretaker. Yes. We'll leave it at that. Mm -hmm. um, can we put any blame on the parents? They're on here. I don't really know why now. I don't really either. I assume they were more involved. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. Okay, I'm crossing them both off. Okay. Goodbye. They didn't do anything. Let's go to Aberforth. Okay. He was the one who kind of started the whole confrontation. Yes, he starts the fight. He says he pulled out his wand first. Yes. But he didn't use a spell first. No. But he pulled out his wand. He was the one who made Grindelwald pull his wand out. Mm-hmm. Not like he really needed much, I assume. Probably not. Yuck. I can't wait. I know, I know, I, I know. Can't. This is getting me too excited about other this stuff. This is hard because there are so many unknowns about this still. I know. Like, we don't even know who cast the killing curse. That that, I don't know if that really matters, though. I know. Okay, so Aberforth starts, starts the, the fight. fight. He's the first one to get defensive. Yes. He yells. He pulls out his wand. I guess let's talk about Grindelwald. He's the one who starts making the plans in the first place. Yes. Okay. So he fucking comes to town. And changes everything. And changes everything. He brainwashes Dumbledore. Little, uh, well. Which is big. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Sorry. I don't know that he also needed much convincing either, yeah. if we're being honest. But it was Gellert's plan originally, correct? And then Dumbledore kind of added I, to it. What I... Mm. 
What I think is that they really came up with a lot of it together. I think that he comes in with a lot of anti-muggle sentiment. And I think that he has, I believe that we need to not be in hiding anymore and blah, 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 blah. Have you heard about the Deathly Hallows? Of course, good golden child, I have. Yeah. And, you know, you can't be crazy about this. I just, Dumbledore's I like... the one that's, like, strategizing. Because he's the one, you know, in his letter, that's he's true. like, you can't be so crazy about this. Of course people are going to die, but we have to frame it the right way. Like, he's the, he's the strategy man. Like, but it's Grindelwald's idea to begin with. Yes. He's the one who starts the idea... Dumbledore's the one who, like, finalizes the idea. Yeah. The actual plan. Yes. He just comes in being hot and spouting off shit. I think Grindelwald is also the one who escalated the fight to what it Oh, yes, into. absolutely. He starts Aberforth off would not have with an unforgivable. Dueling. Aberforth would not have been dueling to kill if he had not first been hit with Crucio. No. He starts off with an unforgivable, and then all three of them are fighting because Dumbledore can't stop him. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> I think, I think, I don't know, I think another issue is, so, like, part of the problem of the running away thing is Ariana for Dumbledore. Yeah. And so... Grindelwald, and now we probably know for selfish reasons, mm -hmm. because of her power, um, says, well, we'll just take her yeah. with us. And I think him suggesting that is what then makes Aberforth be like, no. Right. Now you're going too far. Yeah. Now you two are being crazy. Mm -hmm. So then is it, at all in Dumbledore's fault for suggesting to bring her for saying that I can't leave her yeah so what but I feel like that even gets put on the muggle boys because she was old enough to have been on her own and been going to Hogwarts yes. if she had not been attacked she wouldn't have needed to go with them in the first place yeah she would have been able to be on her own yes well then what's Dumbledore's issue here. He was bitter and spiteful and selfish and selfish toward his family and was in just the right mindset to let some good dick get him going down a bad path. Yeah. Can he be blamed for this, though? He went along with... He, I, I don't think it's not even like, well, he went along with it. Honestly, I think he, he really... It. Not even allowing it, but he really participated heavily. Yeah. He was the one putting all of the, like, stuff to it. Mm -hmm. I know that it's not a huge difference, okay? But he, he has graduated from school. He's done. He's a man now. Whatever. Mm -hmm. He also um, had to like be an adult, I think, sooner in life. So I feel like he is more mature yeah. because of his family. And then here comes a kid 
who has been kicked out of school uh, has, well, I don't know how he has his own castle, but I assume that he, like, does he at this point? No, but no. I know I don't know, but I'm just saying I don't think that he came from a hard, hard life. Yeah, I think that he got like sent away on like a little p- punishment vacation. Yeah, a punishment vacation. <laughs> so like, he gets to go travel because he got kicked it's... out of school. So I, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. But I just don't, I don't think that he, uh, is he coming? Is he mature? Is he mature like that? I don't know. He's like, what I'm trying to say is that Dumbledore is listening and helping a a kid. Yeah. They're a year apart or two. Yeah. It's not that big of a deal, but we're talking about someone, I mean, you know how it feels. Like, the minute you graduate high school, you look at kids that are, like, a year or two younger than you, and you're like, we are miles apart. Yes. So, he, I think, I feel like he's in a different emotional state than Grindelwald is, and it's like, he's not just like, oh, haha, allowing it. He's, like, fueling this fire, and he's into it. Yeah. Would it have been anything, or is he just some fucking little brat who's a big racist? Right. I don't know. I don't know. He, I, to me, it feels like, and we'll see what happens in the movie, but to me, it feels like he got this big plan from Dumbledore and went on without him. Yeah. Because he didn't have, like, the finesse of it. Like, the one letter that we see, it's like, you need to cool your fucking ass. Mm-hmm. We need to, like, spin it the right way. And then what do we see in Crimes of Grindelwald? We're going to... Rule and murder muggles. We don't say that out loud. Yeah. It's the same thing. That's true. So that's why I just feel like there's more on Dumbledore than just being, like, hypnotized by, like, this golden fascist. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. And he openly admits that he was like, this was a problem. Yeah. I think he probably frames it a little more as like I was in a bad way and I got swindled. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that he was he was big. He was it was him. They were partners. Mm-hmm. Life partners. I just <laughs> It's tough because I feel like my mind is operating from like where's the beginning of this whole thing? Yes. Cause I agree with you one hundred percent. Like Dumbledore is the one who turned the the idea into an actual plan. Yes. 100%. Would he have been able to do that without Grindelwald's plan to begin with, though? Like, would he have still... No! ...attempted that? No. No, no, no. But I'm saying... So, but what I'm just saying is I don't... I don't know if I can agree that, like, starting from the very beginning with the Muggle Boys, like, okay, mm-hmm. so what... If she had come running out anyway mm-hmm. to be like, ah, stop fighting. Could she still That's have been true. caught in the crosshairs? That's true. That's true. That's true. Would the fight have still happened, though? Because I think the thing that caused it was Dumbledore saying, we'll just bring her with us. And Abercorn being like, uh, no, you won't. Yes. That's true. Would the fight have even happened if Ariana had not been mentally ill? 
I don't, I don't know. That's where it gets really tough. Because I, oh, I want so badly to place the blame on one of those two. So badly. Yeah. I get no, but I get it. You're, but I feel you're bringing like that me back to the Muggle Boys. Wouldn't have even happened. Yeah, because it, it wouldn't. It wouldn't have been about her. Because she would have just if been she off would have been Hogwarts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Aberforth seems like he would have been fine to just take care of her during the summers or whatever. But how could he? He was fifteen. Yeah. How old would she have been at this time? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Didn't Ariana kind of have something to do with her mom's death, too? Yes, she exploded. And then her mom tried to stop it, and she died because so of it. So that's the other thing, too. If she hadn't been crazy, then Kendra would have been able to take care of her the whole time. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Her mom wouldn't be dead if not for... So then Albus and Aberforth would have been able to go off and do their own thing without yeah. having strings attached. That's true. Um, also, if not for the death of the mom, Albus wouldn't have been home that summer. Yeah. He would have been off with um, mm -hmm. the wannabe. Yeah. Elpheus. <laughs> That's true. And then he wouldn't have even met Geller. No, he wouldn't have met him. None of it would have happened. Wow. like we really can't blame Dumbledore or Grindelwald for this. Or Aberforth. Or Aberforth. I, I think it like is the Muggle, Muggle boys. boys. They're the ones who caused her to need constant protection. Yeah. Okay. The, uh, done. Chunk chunk. It's the Muggle Boys. <laughs> You're going to prison. <laughs> Wizard in prison. Wizard prison. Whizpriz, as Whiz I like priz. to call it. <laughs> <laughs> but just on a fun yeah. note... Um, who do you want and who do you think out of the three? I want it to be Dumbledore. I want it to be Dumbledore. I think it will be Grindelwald, but I want it to be Dumbledore. I think it will be too. But what if it isn't? I hope to God it's not Aberforth. No, I think it's between Grindelwald and Dumbledore. I don't think it's Aberforth. Do I you just, do you think, find out. Do you think we'll see Aberforth at like hot age too? Like not that. like as a kid, but like Jude Law. I hope so. Ooh, I hope so too. I hope we see this. I hope we see no, this. No, we I absolutely will see this. This is gonna, we have Ariana's to. Are you kidding gonna me? have to get brought in. At absolutely. Some point. That's the whole point. That's where he learned about them. Yeah. And how powerful they were. Oh, God. Who's gonna play her? I don't know. Dakota Fanning. Shut up. <laughs> I will not go. You won't go if it's Dakota Fanning. No, she's too old, but she looks like a baby. I was so Elle Fanning. Elle Fanning. Maybe. I like either of them. I'm not opposed to them. No, I think it will be I think it will be an actual child. Oh god. Maybe they'll bring back um Scary Eyebrows Girl, who played Modesty. <laughs> Plot twist. <Yeah>, Plot twist. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, God. I, I just, I think about it. Oh, God. 
I just, I think, they're, they will. They have to. There's no way they can't. It's, it feels so big. I know. And I just think about, like, do you think that it could be Dumbledore because of that, like, 10 to 15 second uninterrupted pause before he says, I should have loved my sister more? Yeah. Did you love her? Not as well as I should have. Is that seriously how long the pause It was, was a really long time. Do you want me to play the clip? Oh my god. <laughs> I... <laughs> we timed it. It's, it's like a solid ten seconds at least. It's a long time. Um... <laughs> I mean, we know that he blames himself for the death regardless. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I want him to have done it. Like, really, really bad. Yeah. Like, so, so, so badly. Oh, 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 God, he's so fucking ugly. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry, he's just ugly. Unless you had a brother who died too. Here we go. In my case, it was my sister. Did you love her? Not as well as I should have done. That was 11 seconds. Oh my god. I probably did it longer. But there's me. Okay, imagine that it just like there was no music, there was no heavy sigh. That's a lot That's of silence. A long time. That's a long silence. God, I hope he killed her. I know. Oh, I want to see. I want to know. I want to see the funeral. I want to see when he gets decked in the face. Yes. God help me. <laughs> I mean, he definitely regrets it now either way because he knows that like him being selfish is what caused that in the first place. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm really excited to read this book. God. I'm excited to see this stuff. This is what I'm here for. Mm, I'm so this is why I can't boycott. I know. <laughs> I gotta I know. see it. I gotta see I it. I need to know what the story I'm is. I'm here just what for the backstory. Happened. Oh, God. Here for that, and I'm here for that final fight. It's gonna look so, so cool. So excited. Okay, well, that's all of them that we yes. had, right? Yep, that's all the ones that we had. So, wow! thank you, you guys. For I hope that was us. as fun for you as it was for me. It was fun <laughs> for us. I'm happy we did this. This was a good one. Yeah, this was a fun one to do. We are still um, going to be trucking along with a couple more non-book club episodes. Mm-hmm. As we've always said, if you have any ideas, send them along. But we do have some kind of fun ones that yeah. we have thought of, so it's going to be... Exciting stuff. We hope that you're all enjoying it, and then Mm -hmm. we'll let you know. We'll put up a big announcement of Order of the Phoenix and then kind of how we're breaking up the chapters. Because this book's tough. It's not not an easy one. It's not an easy one. like, Goblin was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll figure it out. But until then, rate and review us on iTunes. Do it. Share us with your friends. Do it. 
Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at MurgleBathPod. Or send us an email. MurgleBathPod at Gmail. Yep. Yes, ma'am. Like we have said in the last couple episodes, we really need discussion questions for when we do get around to the next <laughs> yes, book Yes, 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 yes. So please, if you have anything that you want us to discuss, send it our way. We will happily do it. Yeah, We want to interact with you guys, guys. Seriously. We know we have a few firm followers out there. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for sticking with us. Yeah. Even during our long absence. I know. We're back but with we the vengeance. We are back. So thank back you for and ready listening. to yell. Thank we you so you much. All. We love you. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.